Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. The best there is. The best there was. And the best there ever It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we are on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. And can you go ahead and tell everybody who got qualified for Flight 666? Well, that would be Adam Richmond of Tahlequah. Congratulations, Adam. You now have a chance to see Guns N' Roses at Voodoo Fest in New Orleans. All you need to do to be like Adam is listen for that cue. Plays every hour with the Big Man Morning Show, so another chance in about 50 minutes. Listen for that cue, and then we will Get you qualified if you're the correct caller. So, more on that at KMOD.com. It's all brought to you by Myers during Harley Davidson. 
We've got uh, best and worst of the weekend. We've got our listeners are awesome. Woo! Jeff Hinsley's going to join us. So if you have a, so, a question, song question about a divorce, or maybe you're not sure how this, how you adopt your 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 new wife's kid, and it's not your kid. Like you want to figure all that out. Jeff can help with those family law problems, and he'll be in the studio. So you can email your question ahead of time if you'd like at nine one eight. I'm sorry, show at kmod.com. Can you tell I'm on allergy medicine? <laughs> Show at KMOD.com. Sudafed's got you all jacked up. That's what it is. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Or the meth. I'm... <laughs> well, they're all made from the same stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's a thin line between meth and just Sudafed. It really is. It you're only you a take. couple cups of Drano. <laughs> right. Some lithium batteries. Yeah. You know, that's it. You're not that far apart. <laughs> Huge news last night. We lost Eddie Money. Uh, what was that? Friday. Yeah. And then the news comes out last night about Rick Ocasek and... Uh, he was found in his apartment, um, condo, whatever, rich person pad in Manhattan, unresponsive. And I don't know about everybody else, but for me, the cars were the, my first exposure to like, hey, you can have rock music that's super sugary mm-hmm. and be awesome and it, also be kind of rockabilly and kind of not. Like the cars, when you don't, most people are like, yeah, I know, I know the cars. I know, I know the cars from, uh, uh, Maybe one or two songs, right? Because mm-hmm. this is the video that ever they played the crap out of on MTV. Oh, yeah. Where he takes his glasses off and the water pours out of his head. Right? You might think. But they had so many songs that were hits. So many. And they say he died of pancreatic cancer. I don't know if that's completely true. But here's a little, just to go through some of the songs. because we're playing great music. And when I heard that he died, I immediately thought about Sam. What's that? Because music was such a huge part of Sam and her dad, and I, we've talked about the cars before mm-hmm. and the influence in her life with her dad and stuff. Yeah. Is it, and that happened with Eddie Money. I know. Does that trip you out a little bit? Yeah, I cried last night. Did you really? Yeah. I stole this CD from my dad's truck in my very first car, <laughs> and it was his greatest hits, and so it's, I'm like, Right now, choking it back a little bit because, it, it, yeah, there was a tribute that I saw yesterday, and it kind of did what you just did. It made me emotional. Yeah, for yeah. sure. The most people don't know that he is a huge part in the um, Weezer, in terms of he produced a lot of their albums. Wow, I yeah. didn't know that. Right, and if you think about it, they kind of have a Cars Poppy, feel to them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, totally. I could see that. They say so. The police report said he was seventy-five, mm-hmm. but. Other places say he's 70, so that's an interesting thing. Yeah, I was just looking. The wiki says he was 75. Yeah. Um, and I was looking to see how old Eddie Mudding was as well, and Eddie Money was 70. So, and, I mean. And Rick O'Kate, they're saying, one report said pancreatic cancer. One said he died of natural causes. And I guess if you 
Is is cancer so mainstream now that it's natural? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, he didn't get moited, right? He didn't die in a car accident. He didn't get sucked up by a tornado and flung into Kansas. What's moited? Moited. Moit. Merdeer. Oh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Not capable so, of using a real word. Right, right. No, me? Come on now. Uh, so to say that, you know, cancer is natural causes, yeah, I got to no. chalk it right up with, I mean, granted, it's probably a man-made thing that got him there. But it, like I said, he wasn't murdered. He he didn't die in a car accident or anything like that. He wasn't maimed, you know, running a backhoe. Natural causes to me is your heart just stops. Okay. And I guess technically that's what happened. Well, see, then cocaine, dying of a cocaine overdose. Your heart just explodes and stops. Natural causes. <laughs> his heart naturally stopped. And he was divorced, uh, separated from his wife or whatever, mm-hmm. but still lived in their home. They, she didn't live there, but lived in their home, mm-hmm. and she's the one that found him. Oh, oh. Man. So it's unclear how long he had been there. That is so sad. Isn't it crazy to think that not the first celebrity to die completely alone? Oh, for if sure. If that's what happened, right? Mm-hmm. But if he was sick and had pancreatic cancer, I can't imagine he would have been alone. Yeah, if there wasn't a nurse coming, even if it wasn't his wife, somebody. Because if he had pancreatic cancer, he needed medical attention mm-hmm. on the reg. Right. Like medicine and all that stuff. I, Someone I would, watching him? I would think, unless he didn't want yeah, hospice I was care. Say, unless he was like, this is going to take me, I'm good. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at on this. Yeah, but even yeah. if you have somebody, he had six sons and, and two other wives besides this current ex one. Like, he had people in his life, and if he had cancer and they knew, mm-hmm. and they're like, there's nothing else we can do, and I'm not going to do. I'm busy this weekend. Hospice <laughs> care. <laughs> then wouldn't you still be like, Dad, I'm staying there with you? You'd think. Yeah. It, uh, to be a good child. Yeah. But these aren't like, these are grown adults. Yeah. Right? The, he, he, she, the, the most recent kids were not old enough, but the rest were all old enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he had like little kids too? Yeah. They're, I think they're like 14 and 16 maybe. Damn. Yeah. He had a lot of, he had a big family. Getting it. Hmm. <laughs> but... To me, that that's there's still a little bit of like, what do you mean he died alone, and he had pancreatic cancer? So maybe maybe one of those story that you know one of those reports is completely wrong. Or it was the beginning of cancer, and he had a grabber. That's possible. I mean, I guess. I mean, cancer doesn't care. Just sneak up and get you whenever. Just reaches up and snatches. Bam! Bam! Hi, I'm a cancer. <laughs> yeah. So to me, this was like, wow. Eddie Money was a big deal too, but Rick Ocasek for me was, like I said, was my first exposure to like. Rock music can be sugary mm-hmm. and still be badass. And the influence they had on punk rock, too. What do you the, mean? Ca- the cars did. Like, because they were the first? No, they just kind of rebelled against the mainstream. And that's what they were new wave, but they weren't. It was like their third or fourth album. They progressed into more of like a rockabilly feel. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think maybe had the influence in the punk, some punk rock scenes. Okay. I never considered them punk rock. No. Yeah, I would just think they were just rock. Yeah. It's so it's so weird to have people that were musical influences in your life die. Yeah. Now it's weird to have anybody die, right? But they die, but their this sounds so cliche, but their music mm-hmm. doesn't, right? So it's not like they're really gone, or that you really knew them. Like it doesn't. I know them just as much now as I did before. Yeah. If nothing else, I know they're just not going to put any new stuff out. Which they did put stuff out after Ben Orr died, but 
in 2000. They put a new album out in 2011, but not... Yeah, they'll find some unreleased jive in a box somewhere, and they'll be like, oh, we need to put this out just simply so they could, you know, make some money. I don't know, when man. When I say they, the estate, kind of like Jackson's kids did. Did you look up his net worth? Oh, no, 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 no. I can't, though. It ain't nothing. What do you think? I think his net worth is, I'm going to say 30 million. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to, I don't think it's like in the hundreds of millions because I don't think he owned his music. Oh, really? No. A lot of musicians don't own their music. <laughs> so typically, right, you can punch in whatever celebrity and put in net worth immediately afterwards and yeah. it'll pop up instantly. Boom. This is what it is. Rick got nothing. I have done everything I could. In a minute and a half. Yeah. I mean, the first thing that pops up is Facebook, Rick Ocasek, his music, and then Kasich's song on YouTube, but there's nothing in here about any kind of okay. net yes. worth at all whatsoever. Yes, Sam. Yeah, I'm going to say 30 million. Give me a guess. Uh, 25 mil. I think 80 million not. dollars. Wow. Okay. I literally typed in Rick Ocasek net worth, and it was the very first thing that popped up. <laughs> Maybe he spelled uh, it wrong. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. I mean, Ocasek's not even his real name. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And it, some people spell it, spell it icy. Some people spell it ECK. I've heard I heard it pronounced this morning Ocasek. So I have. Who knows? It's just itch. <laughs> the the O'Neaters, man. Like the O'Neaters. Yeah. Everybody know if I say it wrong, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now there has to be a third death. Uh, but here's the thing, and we've talked about this before. It doesn't have to be high caliber. Right. It could be a D-level band that had one hit for a week. If it's in a headline somewhere, we'll count it. <laughs> right? And I was telling Or maybe it'll be uh, Mary Kate Olsen and I'll get my wild card. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah, about that. <laughs> They're w- called wild for a reason. Yeah. It would be wild if that saying, happened. Maybe. The um the other thing that was weird in terms of spectrum of information that I got first thing this morning was this, because I went to bed so early last night. Is that, because uh, this happened like at 7.30, 8 o'clock night is when this busted out, is that this morning I read that Mama June is being indicted on felony drug charges. <laughs> That's no joke, Dude, man. she's <laughs> on crack. Like, like, her and her boyfriend. I thought she had gastric. <laughs> yeah, she right. did, but now she likes crack also. Her and her boyfriend have been in trouble a bunch. Yeah, I had known that, but there's a difference between getting popped on, like, felony drug charges. Like, you're going to jail. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's not. She's going to mm. serve at least a little bit of time anyway. And her TV career is over. I think it was pretty much over anyway. Yeah. yeah after what was it like? Sugar Bear got popped for like you know being a chomo or something like that. No, or? the show was back on. She, yeah. Since it came she lost back weight. after that. Since she lost weight, she was back on TV. Mm. Yeah, it was like on her road to being hot or something like that. Oh, so it wasn't the same. Thing. Here comes Honey Boo Boo show. No, it was a different. It was pretty show. much the same. Yeah, because right. they still followed her and her kid, and then sometimes there was like five minutes of her working out and complaining about it. <laughs> I, re- I remember the first time that that came on, that show came on, and because she was on Toddlers and Tierras, and then she got her own spinoff right. show. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason that that show even you know existed was that brief appearance because she was only like on a few episodes of Toddlers and Tierras. But she was so cute. I, yeah. I don't think it was because she was cute. She, yeah, she Thanks, she was a no, it was, it was she was insane. The mm. child was crazy. She was like none of the. She was like none of the other children on that show. She had a bunch of catchphrases yeah. already. A bunch of YouTube videos of she her was catchphrases. A mess. Mm-hmm. 
A mess. Oh, Listen to this headline. Here comes Honey Boo Boo star Alana Thompson mimics doing cocaine on Instagram amid her mother's indictment on drug charges. What? <laughs> what? She's just playing. I, mean, I don't think you need me to tell you that <laughs> that stuff trickles downhill, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The crazy. Sure. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah. she was crazy. We already knew all that. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time that show was on by itself and we saw her mm. and they were making spaghetti and 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 they put butter on top of the spaghetti. Now, putting butter in spaghetti sauce, not uncommon, but to put it on top of the spaghetti on the plate mm-hmm. yeah, was the part I was like, what's going on? Uh, in that like spinoff show, she or whatever, when she's hot or not, she's talking to Honey Boo Boo about how she needs to lose weight. Honey Boo Boo's like, I'm good. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to work out. I don't care about nutrition. No, thanks. Mom, I'm fine the way I am. And she's like, oh, this is portion control. She's like, whatever. <laughs> Give me some meat. You better eat neck and eyes. <laughs> when you see what she looks like now, Honey Boo Boo, I don't know if you go, I feel bad for her or like she's living her best life. Mm. I mean, she didn't want to... Be thin? Yeah, she did. Be healthy? Wa- <laughs> well, she won. Yeah, she's like, this She is got what me. she wanted then. This is me, and you better love me for who I am, kind of thing. So she's going to grow oh, up to look so like a sad. thumb like her mama. <laughs> she kind of does. <laughs> yeah, it's. She does look like a thumb. It's, it's so weird. <laughs> Isn't it interesting how you look at those and you go, um, she, like you, I, I don't know. I look at her and I feel like no, like, I feel sad for her. Right. Somebody help this poor girl. But that's, I think that's the wrong, I think that's the wrong thought to have. Well, that's the path she chose. No, my no. Friend. I mean, you could, one could argue that like she was pushed down that road and she just, you know, can't get out of it. But at the same time, she's old enough. She's old enough and she knows better and she knows there's enough educational stuff out there and be like, I should not live like yeah, this. Yeah, but try being like a little kid trying to figure out everything. It's already hard. And then being in the public eye where everyone's like scrutinizing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like that's got to be super tough. I'm sure. I mean, it's hard for anyone to lose weight, but especially some like little kid who's got a crackhead mom and a chomo <laughs> dad or whatever. Like that's right. super tough. I think her sister raises her or something like that. Mm. That's. I mean, that's got to be really hard because then you've got every Everyone judging you. And she's she just on, a kid. She was on Dancing with the Stars too. It said. Really? I, the Honey Boo Boo was. Maybe they had like a <laughs> like a junior edition. <laughs> right. She's only fourteen. Yeah. yeah, they have a children's one. Do they? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's her sister that's taking care of her. I, the well, Honey Boo Boo. You know, Mama, whatever, Mama Boom or whatever <laughs> ain't doing it. <laughs> no. No, she's too busy partying. And it's not Mama June. It's Ma- Mama June, July, August, September. Like, <laughs> uh, we've got tickets that we're going to give away uh, right, for, for the Hella Mega Tour. Survive. Now, this is happening July 31st down in Dallas at the Global Life Field. It's where the uh, the Rangers Stadium, their new one. Green Day, Fallout Boy, and Weezer. Tickets go on sale Friday at Ticketmaster.com. And we've got a pair of tickets for you to win. We'll do that at 730. News quickies yeah. when we return. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Somebody sent a text in about Rick Ocasek that I thought, like, perfectly put it together. The cars were a band whose CD you could have, whether you're rock, metal, pop, punk, whatever, and you were still cool for owning it. Absolutely. Totally true. Uh, let's go ahead and do news quickies. 
it's time for News Quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News Quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Drunken scooter rider hits police officer and car. So it's happened in Colorado, and at 5.30 in the afternoon, a guy was on one of <laughs> those. Starting early. <laughs> yeah. He was on one of the electric scooter scooters, you know, that has the two handles, and he ran into a police officer that was directing traffic, and then he ran into a parked car. So immediately after he hits the police officer in the car, he should get arrested and charged with a DUI. And a uh, police spokesperson said that while scooters are a quick mode of transportation out while bar hopping, you can still get a DUI if you're under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Hold on. What did the police say? (laughs) Say that line again. That that some scooters are a quick mode of transportation while out bar hopping. Pause. Can't believe they said that. Like a quick mode of transportation? While bar hopping. While bar hopping. That's the key. <laughs> Maybe. Because what know. are you doing when you're bar hopping? Drinking. Yeah. Drinking. Yeah. yeah. And, they just encouraged it. Well, he's saying that you can still get a DUI if you're under the influence. Well, so if yeah. you have a beer, I guess you're fine. But if you have more than one, then, you know, you can't do just it. Just weird for the police to be like, hey, yeah, go do this. This makes sense. Comma. 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 We're going to catch you. <laughs> yeah. If you run into me and then you hit a parked car. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, Damn it. <laughs> I have no desire to get on one. No, Not at all. No. Yeah, me neither. I Not am too clumsy. For, yeah, I, for I've that. hurt my shoulder this weekend. I did a lot of sitting. <laughs> and I hurt my shoulder. Pulling yourself off the couch. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't need any help doing <laughs> stupid stuff. <laughs> Those things go fast. Oh, I thought you meant me. No, I don't. No, not you. The scooters no. go fast. How fast do you think they go? I think they go like 20 miles an hour. Oh, there's no way they can go that fast. I, I thought they, they went like 10 ass. or 15. Maybe they go 20. I mean, maybe they go 20. I don't know. I don't want to go that fast, you know, without four doors around okay. me. Okay. Okay. Lime scooters, because that's what we're talking yeah, about, yeah. right? Most cities have a maximum speed limit of 15 miles an hour. Lime S's go just below that at 14.8. So they go 14.8. That's the max. Yeah, that's too. F- 14.8, if you've never been on a motorcycle, is fast because you've seen the ground go by. Yeah, 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 for sure. No way. I I know somebody that got on one and broke both their arms and oh, legs. Yeah. So I'm like, really? well, I'm good. Oh, dude, the uh, number of injuries on those is astronomical. The fact that a city's letting the, mm-hmm, the our city mm-hmm. is letting those be around is crazy to me. I've known of injuries. I I know people that have fallen and scraped their knee or whatever. But to hear two broken arms and two broken legs, you're like, damn. I mean, well, if you hit a, it, if you yeah. hit a car and fly over it, yes, you're right. Or going downhill where you're getting more than 14.8 miles an hour. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, if you're going downhill, max speed. Ooh, do they have? They might have governors on them. Uh, maybe to keep them to keep them from going more than that. Yeah, like automatically breaking. Yeah. Oh, essentially. In a sense, yeah. Yeah, I'm not getting on those. No, thank you. <laughs> Especially drunk. <laughs> I always tease my wife because she's like she doesn't even like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've drunk a couple times and like I want to 
try it? Sure. And Simba's like, no. Don't do that. <laughs> that is a horrible idea. <laughs> like my caretaker is like, not today. Yeah. No, Sam, we're going to go right, home right. now. And conservatorship is like, no, she's not doing that. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, Captain America is caught trying to burgle. So this happens down in Mississippi where a guy who's in his mid-30s, his name's David Hobbs. He was caught earlier last week trying to bust into a shed using a pipe. Uh, Well, I guess he had tripped the alarm and it alerted the homeowner. So the homeowner, who is a former Marine, goes outside to check things out, finds old Davy H here busting into a shed. Hell and holds them at gunpoint until the police finally show up. Okay, so the police get there about 3 in the morning, and they find David here dressed in a Captain America costume, full mask, everything, with a pair of fairy wings on. And it's not, well. it's like the Captain America costume with the stuffed muscles, yeah. so it's even yeah. funnier. <laughs> so he's looking all beefy. <laughs> Anyhow, so they pick him up, they take him into jail, $25,000 bond, which adds to his uh, three years probation that he's currently on for other grand larceny charges that he's dealing with. One of a series yeah. of photos that I like right now online is watching people, uh, photos of people dying inside. Mm. They're so embarrassed <laughs> by what happened. Just an awesome rabbit hole to go down. Mm-hmm. That's this guy. For yeah, sure, totally. man. He looks like he's so, di- like, oh, no. <laughs> this is where I'm at in life, This, huh? this is the <laughs> chapter I'm writing. I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, after a dream, woman finds out she swallowed diamond ring. Nope. So this woman was having a dream about a, ske- quote-unquote, sketchy situation involving a high-speed train and bad guys. And during the huh? dream, she was dreaming that her uh, fiancé was like, swallow your ring so they don't take it. Okay. She woke up from her dream. She had swallowed the ring. Swallowing her sleep? A 2.4 carat diamond ring. Damn. That's a big bitch. Go get it, surgeon. So the next morning, they go to urgent care, and urgent care is like, yep, there it is, (laughs) which the x-ray, you can see the ring uh, on Facebook.com slash BMS69, and they're like, we're going to go do uh, an endoscope. We're going to go through the, you know, put the tube down your throat to go get it. We're not going to let you pass it. And she says, this is an amazing line. She says, uh, I was really happy because I don't know if I could look at it and appreciate it the same way if I had to go search for it. Oh, shut uh, up. And that looks pokey. <laughs> that that, that so, would be my biggest fear. <laughs> well, I think they're beveled edges. Right, so they're not going to rip into yeah, it. I, I don't, that probably was the actual concern of it ripping the intestines or something like that. Yeah. Last, yeah. My favorite word, lacerating right. the, intest, the intestines. Uh, yeah, because that could turn deadly quickly. She cannot be trusted in her sleep to like she said that She stuff. said that she's, when, they, when she woke up, uh, they had given the ring to him. Right. Not oh, to like her. Oh, like her? Which is like, if you've ever had your car, electric keys in your car, and they, you call someone to come unlock your car, if you try to get into your car before the locksmith, <laughs> like, it doesn't happen, because mm. the locksmith's like, I'm not doing this again. Mm. Oh, right, okay. So they try to get your key first. I wonder if that's like, she has a problem with dreams, or that's the first time that's happened. She says she's a sleepwalker. Oh, okay. okay that makes sense. Okay. So she does, apparently, very active in her, in her dreams. Swallowing oh. a ring, I can't imagine how... I would think that was challenging. I don't think so. I can swallow a milk dud. And a ring seems smaller than a milk dud. <laughs> oh, hold on. Breaking news. <laughs> I told you. Rain is still wet. I to- I to- my friend, I had to teach her how to swallow stuff. Because she wouldn't, when I was like in fifth grade, she would not take any of her medicine. And I was like, it's easy. It's so weird. This candy. And I was just swallowing it to teach her how to swallow her medicine. How does swallowing a milk dud 
which is much larger than any pill out there. Because I didn't want her to be scared. She was scared of choking on the pill. So I was like, we had this candy as around Halloween. And I was like, your throat's big enough. <laughs> Just fun. open it up and let it slide down. It's Pretty okay. Much. I was trying to teach her that it was okay to take her stupid medicine. And how old was? How old were you? Fifth grade. I was in fifth grade. That's at her when house. the reputation started. <laughs> <laughs> and every friend around her, every guy friend was like, "Oh my god, holy uh, bananas!" Zoinks. Uh, 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 <laughs> 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 Who taught you how to swallow? <laughs> Just came naturally. I was like, oh, "Don't yeah. be scared." <laughs> <laughs> some people are naturals, you know. Some right. people have to take a class. <laughs> Sam just happens to teach that class. <laughs> Milk duds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, we had candy from Halloween out, and I was like... I don't know if we got you a Milk Dud right now. I don't know. I would be worried about you trying to swallow it. I would I'd be, be worried about you getting stuck in your throat. I mean, okay, now probably I would be scared of that because it seems very claustrophobic-ish to put that down my throat, but n- not like when I was a kid. I just thought that this was super easy. I wasn't scared. I think I'd kind of be scared now, but... What's the <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. mm, uh, have you ever besides a milk dud, what else is on your resume? <laughs> that I've swallowed? I don't know. What's a, a grape. Just a grape. start naming yeah. things. Grapes. I could, I could swallow a grape. You can swallow a grape. No hole. way. I think I could swallow a grape. I don't know if a grape would count because it's pretty soft. Right, right. Like it has it, to be it hard. Would, like it would, okay, squish in my yeah, throat. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it, The density of it's pretty forgiving. So okay. like maybe a pecan or a walnut. Oh, for sure. Okay. Oh, no, no. A I would never. A pecan I could. Maybe a walnut I think it's too scratchy. It would be hard because a milk dot is smooth surface. I have an around. almond. I have an almond. I could swallow an almond. Oh. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> so easy. Bust them out. Let's see it. <laughs> Got to get in his bag. Are oh, they the smoked ones? I don't really no. like those. Calm but it's fine down. I'm no, now it. there's 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 stipulations. Yeah, that's the, the way. Just you're like smoking. Listen, nuts. I'm used to this with her when she's like, "I'm a great ping pong player." <laughs> uh-huh. Well, after I've been drinking mm-hmm. and X Y Z, these mm-hmm. are actually pretty small almonds. Oh yeah, that that's easy. Are you trying to find the fattest almond? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. You so you're gonna swallow this almond? Mm-hmm. It sounds this sounds stupid to be honest. Because it's not big enough. I I kind of. Oh, th- Milk Dud's bigger than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Milk Dud's bigger yeah. than that. Well, yeah. I'm not wasting not my almonds enough. on you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what about this? I got a, I got one of these Lifesavers in. It's a Lifesaver Mint. It's about the size of a Milk Dud. Ooh. You think you can handle that? I'm not trying to kill you live on the air, but I'm I interested know the in your... Yeah. <laughs> I know the Heimlich. Heimlich. Yeah, Heimlich. I don't know. I, I don't... I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I want to see it. After we come back from break, I'll get it. No, we're doing it. We're doing it right now. Okay, show me. We're doing it right now. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. It's about the size. It's a little bit smaller than a quarter. It is about the size of a milk dud. I'm nervous to swallow that whole. That ain't nothing. Look at that. (laughs) That ain't nothing. You can handle that. Stop it. Is it it probably more than you think you can handle? It's just wider. So I'm like afraid it'll get caught right (laughs) in the. Very girthy, yes. Right in the whatever windpipe. Right where you. Uh, it's been a while since I've had a milk dud in my mouth, so maybe they are a little bit bigger. I don't know. I think that's about the size of a milk dud. I would. I bet it would be the same. Size. Hold it back up so I can see it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's about the size of a milk dud. It just seems like wider. The other, the milk dud seems like, you know, like longer and not this way. This might not be a shock to anybody listening, but 
uh, to you it might come as a surprise that I have no idea what's the biggest thing I could swallow. <laughs> you never thought about no, it? You too, never, tr- huh? never tr- Oh, good. I didn't know <laughs> yeah. if I was alone. No, I, you're not alone here. I, 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 no. I, I thought it was the norm until I heard her say that yeah. she could swallow a milk dud. Um, I have swallowed a milk dud. Can. Yeah. You can swallow swallow a milk dud. Yeah. 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 You've done it once. I mean, you do obviously your throat grows. So if I did that in fifth grows. grade, grows like when you get older. Oh, like it grows widens. with your body. Yeah, it okay. grows with your body. You're not so. stuck with an infant esophagus <laughs> as you're like 36. Yes. <laughs> you are, but it goes, I'm so glad Sam's here to point out obvious things like you right. grow as you right. get older. <laughs> now. Your throat grows. <laughs> your throat grows. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. <laughs> Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. Next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Joining us on the line from 1430 The Buzz is Pop. Good morning, Pop. How are you, sir? Good morning, everyone. Hope you're having a lovely day. Yes, it is a a beautiful Monday. Uh, All right, so college football this weekend. I wanted to point out that it was like the first time in, uh, I want to say maybe like three or four years, maybe even longer, that no ranked teams were playing each other. And the last time that that happened, there were like three or four upsets that happened uh, that week. So that that kind of happened again this weekend, didn't it? Yeah, we didn't really have the marquee matchups against ranked opponents that we have. I mean, we did have a couple of teams end up getting beat, though, that were in the top 25, like Michigan State and Maryland and USC. So they all tumble out of the top 25, at least on the AP side. So uh, we've got a, we've got quite a bit, though, this week because we've got a top 10 matchup with Georgia and Notre Dame. And then you've got Michigan and Wisconsin, both of those. Michigan's in the top 10, Wisconsin's in the top 15, and then you've got Auburn and Texas A&M. So this week is a little bit more of a rebound on a week in which Oklahoma has uh, an open week on their schedule. So OU is not playing this week. And then we get uh, OSU and Texas to open up Big 12 play for both of those schools. Yeah, and we also thought that uh, this was going to be the game for Clemson that was going to give them a challenge. And I mean, this week they play Charlotte. Like, they're not playing. The the games on their schedule that look troubling unc maybe right yeah. north carolina maybe yep. uh beyond that maybe south carolina they got all of their big time opponents non-conference wise like out of the way and even that syracuse game but texas a&m was going to be the team that could present the problem for them in non-conference the problem is the acc is just not good they are it head and shoulders it's not even close like second place it's not even remotely close to how good that Clemson is. So everyone thought if they're gonna if they're gonna lose, it's gonna have to be early. And now they're not they're not losing. By know. the way, I don't think anyone's beating them in general. I don't know. The Wolford Terriers might give them a run for their money. Terriers? That is the worst mascot. It's weird to have a team like this that's so dominating. You cannot argue that Dabo Sweeney isn't one of the best college footballs coaches uh, out there right you cannot argue that 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 those teams that they're putting together in the last few years are amazing 
but they're yeah. in a conference with no shows. Like, there's no – the only wow. test they get is at the end of the season. This year, yes. In years past, they've – the ACC's been – the ACC has been seen better days, is my point. Now, they're still in a Power 5 conference, and you can make that same argument. People have been making that argument against the Big 12 for a long time now, like that Oklahoma – has been the only good team that's been in this conference. And ACC, unfortunately for them, is kind of going through this in their own right right now. I don't know if I like that argument. I hear what you're saying, but there are teams in the Big 12 that are continually ranked, right? Two or three teams. I don't think that's true for for Clemson's division, for, for Clemson's conference. Well, the ACC, I mean, what doesn't help them is the fact that Florida State's not any good anymore. You know, Florida State won a national championship not that long ago coming out of the ACC. Uh, some of the other schools that are in that conference, like Virginia Tech, has kind of fallen a little bit on hard times. Miami was was good there for, for a small stretch. It's just the powers, the traditional powers in that conference are having a rough go of it right now. So it's it's kind of one of those things. I mean, it happens from time to time, but that, that shouldn't take away from how good that Clemson is, however, as a team. Yeah, and, and we should mention that that Iowa Hawkeyes-Cyclones game was delayed twice for a total of, like, Jeez. four hours of delay. It was supposed to be, that game was supposed to be over by, what, uh, four, and it didn't end until, like, eight? Damn. <laughs> it, it, was, it went on forever. I can't imagine It was a rather was lengthy like. one. Yeah. Yeah. But, Brutal when you have those long delays like yeah. that. And I want to point out one more thing, too, before we let Pop go, is that you did the game with the Oklahoma State and the Hurricane, and you mentioned a tweet how hot it was. What, what, do you remember what the field temperature was? Yeah, field temperature-wise, it was well over 100 on the turf, but it was the humidity that was just brutal on Saturday afternoon. And that's me coming from a point of, when we finished our first two games on the road, Michigan State and San Jose, it was like upper 50s by the time that we got done. Like so chilly. my first my first real like introduction to heat in football season so far this year outside of standing there for practice. Yeah, it was a little it was a little overwhelming. Yeah. I think uh I think I lost This is just me standing there on the sidelines. I think when I got home, I realized I had lost like four pounds. Just oh, due God. To it. Were you okay? Did you have four pounds to share? I know, right? It was like, God, I need to hydrate back. I'm a bad teammate on Tom Herman's little uh, little wall guide that he has there and what your the color of your urine looks like, which determines <laughs> determines whether or not you're hydrated or not. Yeah. It's supposed to be brown? I know. What is going on here? I didn't drink apple juice. This is weird. Okay, what is going okay. on here? All right. <laughs> Any um, other sports? Wrap this up. Four-pound yeah, guy. One, one other thing here quickly. <laughs> this is a very sad note, but uh, the Oklahoma Eight-Man Football Coaches Association confirmed that a young man um, that plays for Southwest Covenant collapsed on the field Friday night, was rushed to Children's Hospital. This was in Yukon. He was unconscious, and he had too much swelling on his brain, and unfortunately he has passed away uh, yesterday. So we lose a high school football player here in the uh, state of Oklahoma there at Southwest Covenant right outside of Yukon. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. All right, stupid corporate cram down right now. They're forcing us to take a 30-second break, but we'll be right back, so don't go anywhere. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text the MMS and then what you want to say to 82945. David Fleming of Broken Arrow heard the cue, got qualified. Now he might be going to New Orleans for Voodoo Fest to see Guns N' Roses. And you have a chance like David to get qualified where you could win hotel, airfare, spending cash, and, of course, those Voodoo Fest tickets. All from Meister and Harley Davidson. Listen for the cue. It's going to play again in about an hour. All right, best and worst of the weekend. What's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that happened this weekend? 918-460-KMOD. Sam, what's the best and what's the worst? Well, I'll start with the worst. Um, on Saturday before going to Fairway to Hell, I wanted to get Starbucks first, so I was kind of rushing out of my house just to make sure that I would get there on time. And I dropped my keys, and I have two steps that lead to my front door, and I don't know how it happened, but my feet absolutely came 100% out from under me, and I fell ass first on the first step. <laughs> so the second step hit me, like, right across where my tailbone was, and I was like, oh, my God, that hurts so bad. I'm falling, <laughs> and I can't get up. This is why you can't ride a scooter, just so you know. Well, I you didn't, can okay, walk. it hurt so bad, but I, I was like, whatever brush it off. And then it wasn't until I woke up on Sunday and I was like, F, my ass hurts so bad. And I can feel like a bump and like where the bruise is starting from where it hit me, like right across my tailbone. Yeah. So that was definitely the worst. And then the best part of my weekend was on Sunday, um, cause my boyfriend had been gone. He went out of town and then I didn't really get to see him towards the end of the weekend cause we were doing different things. And so Sunday we got to chill and watch big brother and watch a movie. And it was just nice being able to spend time with him cause I missed him. Best and worst of the weekend, 918-460-KMOD. Gimpy, what's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that happened this weekend? Uh, best thing this weekend was definitely Fairway to Hell 3, uh, just to see all those people gather together and, and play a big-ass round of disc golf was awesome. And I, I think the best part of all that was at the very end, we had that playoff between you know for third place, and to watch Ben sink that putt from like, 70, 80 feet out with all those people watching and everything, and his dad's right behind him, you know, cheering him on. And, and I hear it hit those chains, bang, and then the crowd goes wild. That, my friend, was awesome. Seeing him and his dad, who's a friend of the show, mm -hmm. uh, with Corn Popper, mm -hmm. uh, the the kid was so excited, man. Yeah. It was it was awesome. And everybody got excited. Everyone yeah. erupted. Like, yeah. you could hear the chains, and then everybody stand up. It was pretty epic. It was fun seeing someone living, somebody living their best life. Like, yeah. we got to witness it happen. It was it was a cool bit. It was it was pretty awesome. Worst part of the weekend happened Friday. Uh, I leave here. I got to do some running around. And I'm hungry, all right? But I really don't know what I want. You get to those points, you're like, I don't know if I want a burger. Do I want Chinese food? Do I want breakfast i don't know what i want so i decided all right you know what i'm going to go to the ihop because i know they have a little bit of everything there so i goes there to get my you know lunch and it is by far hand down the worst food slash service i've ever had and i realized this is why i only eat here at 2 3 o'clock in the morning 
because it is just, it just wasn't the, I'm like, all right, hey, so I want to get these chicken and waffles. She's like, yeah, okay, uh, a chicken and waffle. I mean, she was totally, totally ghetto about this whole thing, right? And she's, I was like, all right, cool. And she's like, I got you, I got you. And I'm like, for, for, for real, this is your customer service, huh? Okay, cool. Bring me out my chicken and waffle, minus the chicken. I just got a waffle with bacon and cheese on it at this point now. I'm like, what the? the hell am I supposed to do with this? Anyhow, it was the worst service I've ever had at any kind of place at all whatsoever. So that was the worst of my weekend. It's pretty harsh, bro. I know, right? I, it was bad. It was I mean, it's really just bad. It's just food. It, it, it's the fact of what did it is. Did you tip? Uh, yes, I did. Good boy. Not much, but I did. How much? 22 cents. <gasps> wow. It was that bad. It was that bad. And I'm walking out the door. I'm like, which is worse? No tip at all or a 22 cent tip? 22 cent 22 tip. Cent tip. Yeah, because you went out of your way to be a dick. Yeah. If I was a waitress, I would have yeah. taken that way. Yeah. It was isn't, it I forgot. It's like I'm deliberately only leaving you. I'm I'm judging your bad day. Right. Here's your 22 cents. <laughs> yeah. It was rough, dude. It was the worst. It was it was definitely worth the 22 cents then. I'm I so glad it. we don't get tipped on air because like, I would hate to lose my check because I had a bad day at work. Yeah. <laughs> Right? <laughs> like, if we just got judged and like, oh, sorry. <laughs> best and worst of the weekend, 918-460-KMOD. What's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that happened this weekend? Um, the best part of the weekend was, I mean, I had the fights on Friday night, which was fun, and then the disc golf on Saturday, which was great to see everybody and and having so much fun in the playoff that Gimpy talked about and that was that was fun. The worst part was the opposite of that, which was I had to be away from my family. I didn't get to tuck my girls in like three nights in a row, which is uh, not the way I like to live my life. So uh, that was the worst. And sidebar, I'm getting sick. So, mm-hmm. uh, but that 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 was the worst for mine. Best and worst of the weekend. Nine one eight four six zero KMOD. What's the best and what's the worst? Here's a text. Best got some much needed house repairs finished. Worst went to the movie Saturday night. And the people in front of us smelled like B.O. It's so bad, it ruined the movie for me. I won't go to a movie on a weekend night. What's that? I just did the amount of people that go Mm -hmm. and that type of experience turns me off. Like, it pisses me off so bad. Why not just move? That's what I was about to say. Why can't you just move? Well, usually because the theater's packed. Mm. Right? There's got to be another seat. I feel like, well, I don't know. I actually don't remember the last time I've been to an actual movie movie. Yeah, some people paid to go see movies. Yeah, Sam. it's been a long time. Uh, another one. Uh, worst was to uh, work 10 hours on Saturday. Best drove to D.C. for my first ever NFL, the Cowboys Redskins game, and got to do a little sightseeing in D.C. That is awesome. Wow. That is a drive. Yeah, that's clearly someone not in this town because it's more than 10 hours from here. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, best and worst of the weekend, 918-460-KMOD. Michael is on. Michael, what's the best and what's the worst? Well, the best is found out that we're pregnant. Congratulations. And thank you. And we're getting ready for fostering kids. Wow. So we're waiting on, yeah, we're waiting on our last, uh, last home visit. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. So you're going to foster kids and she's going to be pregnant. Yep. And have you fostered kids before? Nope, this is the first time for both of us. Wow. And were you planning this pregnancy, or did it just happen? Uh, we were. We've been trying for quite a while, and then we were going to, like, have our own, then we were going to foster, and then we decided, no, we're just going to pull the trigger and foster it. No sense in waiting, so it'll happen when it happens, and it just happens. How long have you guys been married? Two years. Wow. 
You guys Party. are saints, man. People that foster are good people, man. Congratulations on both those. Those are those are huge, man. Those are, are really huge. Are you scared? No, I wasn't scared at all. It's, I didn't. I said I didn't have it worse the weekend because nothing else matters. You so. should be essing your pants. Oh, real man. How old are you? Twenty-six. Twenty-six, and this oh cat's going God. to foster how many children? Uh, one right now from one. zero to ten is our age range. Oh, okay. So you, you, know, you don't have to deal with, you know, bitch-ass teenagers at least. That's yet. a big range. Yes, exactly. Not yet. <laughs> and and uh, is your wife about your age? She is 29. Mm. So what was the, like, what went through your, like, the decision process? What was a reason not to, and how did you overcome that concern? So our thoughts to do it was I wanted to do it for a very long time. She wanted to do it for a very long time, but we never communicated that for a while. And then we came together and we're like, hey, I want to foster kids. She's like, oh, me too. I want to adopt. I was like, oh, me too. Cool. And then it just, everything escalated from there. And then it, everything fell into place. So, Did you have a friend that had been in the foster care system or were you or her in there? Uh, no, I knew a lot of people that were in the system, though. I grew up in Stigler, a small town, and I knew a lot of people that were in and out for, you know, bad families and neglect and stuff. So it, I always felt like I wanted to give back and do all I could to help, you know, any children in need. So. High five, oh man. High five. That's awesome, bro. You're good, buddy. You guys are good people, man. Thank Congratulations you. on the uh, pregnancy and good luck with everything, man. I was also going to say we're starting up a fostering podcast too, and I'm okay. To all right, well, Spotify good for you. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Good for you. See you later. That's what you did he all of that, that to promote your podcast. <laughs> tricky, tricky, <laughs> tricky, tricky. <laughs> it's like on Twitter right now. There's this thing where people will uh, they'll do something, and then they'll be like, "Hey, follow my video page," and you're like, "Ugh, damn it." You got me. You ruined it, man. I mean, you're still a good buddy, but I hope you're not fostering Everybody's to just legitimize your podcast. And, and by the way, <laughs> by the way, you're not going to have time for a podcast. Oh, no. Mm-mm. As soon as that baby comes out, no, 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 no. I like sharing with Sam the things that, waiting until 40, I thought like I had thought about a lot of what would occur as a parent, right? And <laughs> joke was on me, like... No, I didn't think of enough stuff, but I like sharing with Sam some of the things that are catching me off guard. So yeah. that he can see the legitimate panic in my eyes. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Th- <laughs> things like, um, what are the rules going to be for when the kids are sick? Yeah. And what if we don't agree? What, what about, uh, there's no landline in our home. How do you teach your kids to deal with an emergency when there's no landline? Right. When all cell phones are locked in the home. So when, you know, dad, me whatever, has a heart attack, what is oh. she going to do? Tell Jeeves. There's, I mean, what do you, there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, don't, like, some alarms, right, have the capability to She's, get a hold of. She's barely three feet, man. She what? can't even t- reach the controller. I think we need to get you a life alert. I think there right. needs to be a life alert of, like, a, just a button you can push. I thought but about this. where do this. I put it? I mean, you put it by the front door and, like, hey, if daddy's ever asleep and doesn't wake up, you need to press this red cross. And you know, it's not a giant like get it done staples button. No, but like um, you could teach her. Oh, but then what happens? She's like, oh, button. Let me press this. Yeah, or the one that doesn't. <laughs> that's just barely gotten walking figuring out is starting to push it. Yeah, Corbin, it's so just like every time you share that stuff with me, I was like, <laughs> oh, this is why I don't have kids yet.
Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Let's go to Kim. Hi, Kim. How are you? Fine. I'm doing great. Good. What's the best and what's the worst of the weekend? Well, the best was that my kids cleaned out my car. It was spotless, looked great, and then they cleaned the inside and outside. So I felt good driving in my car. The worst was then I I uh, wrecked it, so it got totaled. Oh, Are you oh, okay? But what's even worse is then I go to work and some dumb dumb leaves me a twenty two cent tip. <gasps> you ain't the one I left you twenty two cent tip. <laughs> no, I can tell by no, listening to I'm your voice. <laughs> I'm just playing on the tip. <laughs> Kim, I, I want to Kim, I want to ask you: Is twenty two cents for bad service? warranted or should he have left more or none at all um i don't know i guess it would depend if someone was really like really got to me um or was mean or or you know something like that i would probably want to get back at him but i don't know if it was something like maybe they were just having a bad day but if it was just something that's probably just how they are all the time i'd probably want to leave a 22 cent right on tip because that is worse than just leaving no tip. <laughs> right on. Kim, have a great day. <laughs> okay. See All you right, later. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I knew that was her. She ain't good enough. I got you. That's God. what she kept telling me. I got you. That. I got you. I say that. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's just the way she said it. Mm. Is it like, I got you? Oh, I got you. No, 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 no. Throw a little bit more ghetto stank on it. I, I can't do that. Yeah, I feel exactly. okay about myself. <laughs> Best tried Walmart grocery pickup, and it was legit. Worst, had to carry my kid's surfboard style out of a wedding because uh, he was screaming, I hate when they banana man. Mm-hmm. When they banana, banana man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> They're really hard to carry at that point. Just uh, a sandbag of a yes. kid. <laughs> Mine does that, and I just start, like, Tickling them. Right. It breaks that surfboard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Best was on call and not a single call. Worst. Uh, worst went to sharpen my mower blade and previous owner cross-threaded the bolt. So it's steeped. <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle, man. It is real. Uh, somebody said all cell phones can call 911, even locked. Yes. But how do you got to tell her how to do it? Yeah, and right. by the way, I'll do it on accident, so I don't know how you're going to teach a three-year-old to do it on purpose. Uh, worst appointment for oil change. Three hours and no work on my car. Best chewed them out and got my car back. Yeah, that's, I get it. That's, Three hours? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, well, you, you have to stop. If you, to me, my biggest complaint is when you make an appointment to get your oil changed and you drop it off, and they're like, yeah, you're in the queue. And I'm like, no, I had an appointment. Right, that's the point of an appointment. I didn't make an appointment to come sit and wait for hours. Well, that's what the doctor does for you, though. You make an appointment for 2.30, you get there like 2.15, right? All right, cool, you're in it. 2.29, doctor will be in here in a minute. 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later. Sure. You know, they're finally getting into you. Sure. You should have just told me to be here at 2.45. Yeah, no, listen, I get it. You, you're, that's completely different. That's 15 minutes. Right. Also, your doctor had to, you know, has other patients to see that are probably <laughs> right. more important and life-threatening. Right. I don't know about cars being life-threatening. <laughs> like, oh, Says my God, you. we got to get this Geo Metro in because it's on its last leg. Sorry. If you've got a Geo Metro, you. chances of it being on its last legs are pretty good anyway. That's what I'm saying. If you have a Geo Metro, you need to go see a doctor. <laughs> For real. Because you your mind ain't right. <laughs> got to get your car checked up. Best and worst of the weekend. Uh, you can continue that if texting in if you want. When we come back, we're going to give away some tickets. For the big show that's happening, they've announced down in Dallas. It's the Hella Mega Tour with Green Day, Fallout Boy, and Weezer. We'll be back. 
The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMO. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Giving away tickets. The Hella Mega Tour is going to be in Texas at the uh, Global Life Field in Arlington on July 31st. I know that's far away, but it's a big show. Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer. And tickets go on sale Friday at Ticketmaster.com. And I've got a pair of tickets for you right now. Let's play a game. We're going to play the one-second game. One second of a famous television show's theme song. If you nail it, you're getting the tickets. It's that simple. So let's get our first uh, competitor. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Brandon. Brandon, how are you today, man? I'm great. How are you? Good, man. You know how this works. I'll play one second. You'll tell me the show. That's how you get the tickets. You ready? Yes. Here it is. What is it, Brandon? Gilmore Girls. (laughs) It is not Gilmore Girls, but I love the effort, man. Brandon, have a great day, buddy. Thanks. See you later. that in the cannon. (laughs) Good morning. She was like, crap, it's not Gilmore Girls. I'm out. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Brian. Brian, how are you, man? I'm doing all right. Good, man. Brian, here's your clue. What show is that from? Oh, wow. Let me Um, me play it again. Let me play it again for you. Okay. One more time. What is it? Oh, I'm not sure. Um... Happy days? I don't know. Happy days is not right. I'm sorry, Brian. Have a great day, man. Thanks for calling in. All right. See you later. Uh, Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? 22 second JHPC, the one I... Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Kevin. Kevin, how are you, bud? Good. How are you? Good, man. Here's your clue. What show? Is it King of the Hill? King of the Hill is a great Ooh. guess, but it is not King of the Hill, Kevin. I'm sorry, man. All right, thanks. See you, man. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Sergio. Sergio, great to hear from you, man. Let me play the clue. And, Sergio, I'm going to give you a second clue, okay? All right. Here it is. Let me play those two again. What is it? Second clue, my, my guess was uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone, yeah, the Kevin Costner uh, TV show that's on. Yeah. yeah, that is incorrect. I'm sorry, Sergio. Have a great day, man. Thanks, See you later. Uh, good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? What? <laughs> Shouldn't do that. Good morning. Oh, you're yeah. on the air. What is your name? This is Robert. Robert, how are you today? Hey, doing good. Good, man. Let me play the two clues, and then you can give your guess, okay? All righty. What is it? Oh, that has to be Monday Night Football. That has to be incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one. See you, Richard. See you later. Monday Night Football for pussy. I hate where the... I I forgot about the piano part of Monday Night Football. (laughs) Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Preston. Preston. All right, man. Let me play the clue, uh, clues, and then you can give your guess. All right, sir? All right. Here we go. 
What is it? Oh, man. Uh... Preston, I'm going to give you a third clue, okay? All right. To see if this can solidify it for you. Ready? All right, yeah. Let me play those three again. Okay. What is it? Oh, man. Uh, Three's company. Oh, not right. Sorry, Preston. Thanks for playing, man. See you later. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Chris. Chris, how are you, man? (laughs) Why do you sound defeated? already. (laughs) I have no idea what it is. All right. Well, let me play the three clues. Maybe they'll, uh, if something will trigger in your brain. You ready? Okay. Here it is. What is it? I think it's a, a chick show. I'm going to just say Dawson's Creek. Dawson's <laughs> Creek is not right either, Chris. You, okay. were, you had the right feeling when you started the call, man. Have a great day. All right, thanks. See you later. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? I think it's, uh, uh, my name's Bo McElroy. Hey, Bo. Bo? Yep. All right, Bo, let me play the three clues for you. What is it? I have no idea. I just love you guys' show. <laughs> Thanks, friend. <laughs> You're awesome. Thanks, man. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Michelle. Michelle, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys? All right, Michelle. Let me play the clues, okay? Okay. All right. All right, Michelle, tell everybody what it is. Oh, man, I only heard the first one uh, earlier, and I thought it was The Ranch. The Ranch. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure if that's it now with the other two. <laughs> it's not The Ranch, Michelle. Good talking to you. See you later. All right, bye. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Tyler. Tyler. All right, man, I'm going to give you four clues, and then you're going to tell everybody what it is, okay? All right. All right, here it is. First clue. All right, here's the new clue. You wanna be where... I want to go with Golden Girls. Golden Girls is incorrect. I'm sorry, Tyler. Have a great day. Oh, well. All right. Oh, well. See you later. <laughs> Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Josh. Josh, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? Good. Let me play the four clues, and then you'll tell everybody what it is, okay? Okay. All right. First clue. You want to be where... What is it? Cheers. It is cheers, man. Congratulations. You're getting those tickets to the Hell Omega Tour down in uh, Arlington on July 31st. Fallout Boy, Green Day, Weezer. Tickets go on sale this Friday. Hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info, okay? Awesome. Thank you. Great job, man. But it got all screwed up, man. I found those one slivers that are hard to identify. Yep. Yeah, for sure. This is the full song. Oh, you're missing out. Little. You're missing out. That's a good show. It sure. is a good show. I found this new cooking show. I was trying to tell Sam about it uh, this weekend, and it's a cooking show where people take on the chefs, and okay. they have to try and beat them at their own their own game. So and they like give them like, hey, we're gonna do Alfredo. Oh, no, they do genres. So it's called okay. the Chef's Line. Okay. And. It's a full kitchen's set of chefs. So the sous, sous chef, apprentice chef, the chef, and then four home cooks, and they do Italian dishes. Mm-hmm. Like this, the episodes I watched were Italian, but they do Vietnamese, everything. And then they've got to try and beat these highly trained people. 
Well, spoiler alert, they don't kick their ass. Well, of course. The home cooks do really, really well. You oh. think you're a yeah, you do you think you're a home cook and then you watch these people and you're like, I have no idea. <laughs> I can open up a can. But like right. What, <laughs> right. I know how to microwave me, stuff. Me, me and Duncan, yeah. we're bakers. <laughs> but this one lady, she was an amazing home cook. And was destroying them. And then one of the competitions then was a dessert. And she's like, I don't like sweets. Boom, she got cut. You crazy? That? Who doesn't like sweets? I like the cooking shows against, like, when it's baking stuff. Yeah, the Great British Bake Off right now. I got turned on to that from D.C. Mm. Oh, my gosh. There's one where um, they have, like, three different categories. And it's, like, cupcakes, confections, and then a giant-ass cake. Nice. They, they battle each other, and I like watching that. Yeah. Because then you become an expert. All right. The Hell uh, Omega <laughs> Tour is uh, down in Arlington <laughs> on July 31st. Tickets go on sale Friday. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Man Morning Show. The Assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. I'm always shocked at Guinness Records. I'm shocked at them. Because someone was like, this is my mountain. I'm going to claim this. Yeah. Well, as someone that stuck 105 candles in their mouth, I really relate to those people. But you, but you did it to be like that. You were trying to say it wasn't a big deal. I'm talking about people that they make that their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do all the setup. They get the cameras. They contact Guinness. They do all that. They're like, this is my mountain. Practice for God knows how long to try to break said record. Well, I've got another one that I didn't know was a category. A man has set a new record for the longest fingernails extensions. Excuse me? So these aren't like his real fingernails. They're like Lee press on. It's the way that I understand it as in, you know, in regards to it being a fingernail extension. Uh-huh. Why is that impressive? Because I feel like anyone can do that. You just get your nails done. Right. It's like putting Legos together. One press on nail on top of another, on top of another, on top of another, on top of another. I don't know. Or- Guess how long, Sam? Mm, I'm going to say 12 inches. <laughs> 12 inches. Also known as a foot. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Not 12 inches. Gimpy, what's your guess? Uh, It has to be some ridiculous amount, so I'm going to say 72 inches. What? Yeah, I know. That's like over six feet of nails. Wouldn't that be five? Is that... Six, is that six? Yeah, 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 because five feet, 60 inches. Yes. Uh Uh, No, four feet long. But still, still. You're not living like that. You're getting that done, whacking it off, or getting all your Truth. nails off. Truth. Because there's no way you can live with four. <laughs> now that's a record. <laughs> How do you even turn a corner? <laughs> your fingers. We'll see everything first. Little cameras on How your fingernails. How scary, by the way. <laughs> uh, he says that at one point he was hospitalized with a serious injury called a nail avul- avulsion. Mm-hmm. The doctors told me I'd never grow a nail on that finger again. And they bounce back and they're fine now. But I got to look up nail avulsion because I want to see what this is. Oh, hang nail. Those are nasty. <laughs> There's some nasty ones. Yeah, they give it a nice name like avulsion because hang nails just like, who cares? Ew, yuck. Yeah, that's nasty. Oh my God, that's horrific. It's like an ingrown toenail, essentially. Ugh. There are some nasty ones. God, big toes are nasty. 
Big toenails are nasty on feet, aren't they? <laughs> oh, my God. For sure. Th- oh, that. Uh, some of these people have some major problems. Holy moly. They, oh they sell my. a fungus like serum for that. Yeah. That yeah. is so effing gross. How do you let it get that far? Fungus God. don't care, man. Oh, my God. I mean, I think you, you, you let it get that far because, because you think it'll get better. Like it just cures itself. Yeah. Oh. Self-healing. Hangnails are the worst. Toes. And people's toes who, like, curl in and make two C's at the end of them, that looks painful. Yeah. Whatever that is. Oh, yuck. That's terrible. I'm going to send you a yes. picture. <laughs> and this person's toe has a weird Im- it looks weird it looks like a like a man's junk <laughs> um what uh, doesn't it i mean it's got some fungus thing on it absolutely but i mean the toe shape itself show sure enough Looks Yuck! exactly like it. Got <laughs> a man's toe. Yeah. Yeah, that's really Sam, gross. I want you to oh. post that photo on oh, on God. the Facebook to see if we get banned. Because it looks like it looks like. Okay, I'll do that. A man's junk. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah, that's... What did you like? Hey, you put a hair tie around your toe to make it like that? I think the fungus eats it away. It so, just grows like the, that. No. So what it is is they do that to stop the the flow, so they can yank the nail off. Ow. Yeah. So that is. <laughs> That's the, that's po- one of the post-surgery procedures. Oh, that like they disgusting. put a band towards the end, the bottom of the yes. toe, towards the base. Yes. Okay, kind of like, you know, uh, what is it, a, a home fixing a dog? Okay. You know, they take the rubber band, wrap yeah. it around. I didn't, okay, snip, snip. I didn't know that was a, yeah. at home, there was an at-home kit home, for that. Home castration. Oh, my God. Is that, do people do that? Oh, yeah, at least when I was growing up in Alabama, that was a thing. And not so much like they did it when they bob tails, not so much as the nudicles, but to bob a dog's tail. I've known a lot of people that'll that do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Put a rubber Get band on there and let it die, essentially. And then once that tail, the long part of the tail is dead, take a knife or an axe That's or horrible. Hatchet what? or whatever. That's horrible. Whack. That's abuse. The poor puppers. Why? Because you people the tail, do that. you don't like it? People get dog's tails whacked. He's still today. Yeah. And yeah, they clip their real. ears. Yeah. The ear docking is, I think, is the worst part of it. It's yeah. all horrible. Yeah. Well, just because you don't like your dog's tail, then get a animal that has a bob tail. Every animal, except for a bobcat, I think. <laughs> Every, I mean, has a tail. What do you mean, Sam? It's Name an no, animal that doesn't have a tail. Like, no, that has a little bob for it, not a full tail. There's, yeah, how do you think it got there? Is there some animals that have bob tail? I mean, there's some dogs that have bob tails that they're just they. I think are the born with I that, think the canine it? species has tails. Yes. Yeah, but there's some there's some um, there's some breeds that have bobtails because they're cut off. All of them? I yes. thought there I was. I think so. Yes. I thought there was like puppies that were born with bobtails. No, no they're do- all born with tails. Yeah. And you take them to the doctor, what? and essentially they'll do the same thing: put a rubber band around it. But I mean, they'll like numb it or whatever. Yeah. And then, they medically do it. Yeah. Just like not a, not dogs are dogs aren't. Grow, you know, they don't have pointed ears. They're cut to look pointed. I knew that, mm-hmm. but I thought that there was some breeds that had bobtails, that they were born with just little bobs uh, on maybe it. Maybe there are, but I'm not aware. But the majority of the canine species, from what I'm aware, has full tails. That's the worst thing ever. I don't. That's horrible. You're a dick if you do that. You're a dick if you do the ears. Yeah, both. That's so rude. Poor puppies. They don't have any say. Wants to get their ears clipped, and then, you dick. And then when they, and when, then when they, and then when they wag their tail, just the little nub moves. Yeah, it's adorable. 
Not if they chopped it off. Not anymore. Now you have a way different perception of it, don't you? Yeah, I'll be At commenting a lot for sure. don't have to worry about sure. them knocking stuff off the table. That's though. right, man. What about my, you know, my Elvis <laughs> Presley decanter? Right. <laughs> Here's popping balls to the wall sports. I love that you learned that today. That's horrible. Well, the big story from the NFL weekend so far has been injuries, including one to Drew Brees, who stayed back in Los Angeles to have a specialist look at his hand. It is a thumb injury after Drew Brees' hand hit Aaron Donald. Drew Brees said that he is concerned. He's hoping that it's not too significant when asked if there is any reason that he could rule out anything. The x-rays had shown him. He said it's all up in the air right now. Teddy Bridgewater finished the game for Drew Brees, going 17-30 for 165 in a 27-9 loss to the Rams. It's only the third time in the Sean Payton era that the Saints have failed to score a touchdown. Big Ben Roethlisberger for the Steelers knocked out of the game and ruled questionable to return due to a right elbow injury. When he went to the locker room late in the first half, returned to the sidelines fairly quickly, he's going to have an MRI today to determine the extent of his injury and whether or not that he will have to have elbow surgery. According to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Mason Rudolph, the former Oklahoma State quarterback, finished that game for the Steelers in their loss to the Seattle Seahawks. And last night, if you missed it, the Atlanta Falcons surrendered a huge play on a late fourth down play, but they came up with a big defensive tackle of Zach Ertz, less than a yard short of making a first down for the Eagles to preserve a much-needed victory for them, 24-20. to That's after Julio Jones scored a 54-yard touchdown with two minutes and ten seconds remaining in order for the Falcons to win that Sunday night football game. And the Tulsa Drillers yesterday just needed three more outs. They were leading 3-1. to one. And it was a big top of the ninth inning for the Amarillo Sod Poodles, who score seven in the top of the ninth to go on to win game five of that series, eight to three, and win their first championship in Amarillo since 1976. And the Drillers miss an opportunity for this. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people for a trip to New Orleans on flight 666 to Voodoo Fest. And we qualified Jenny Jenkins of Bixby. Congratulations, Jenny. Jenny, you uh, have a chance to go see Guns N' Roses at Voodoo Fest with hotel, airfare, spinning cash, all this for you and a friend. Um, but you've got to win. And to win, you got to get qualified. To get qualified, you got to listen for the cue. We'll do another one in about an hour. Time for our listeners are awesome. We talk to our listeners. They share their story, their adversity. And on the phone with us today is Perry. Hi, Perry. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good. Perry's 43 years old, been married for 15 years. Congratulations. Is there a secret to 15 years of marriage? Um, <laughs> respect one another, I guess. Be the best thing. Respect. That's, you know. the, yeah. The old cliche, don't go to sleep mad at each other. That's a good one. There you go. There you go. Nice. Five <laughs> kids, four girls, and one Woo. boy. Four girls, man. What's the rate, the age range? Uh, 21 to 30. Okay, so pretty much you're done with them in terms of uh, daily maintenance. <laughs> Correct. 
What was one of the biggest challenges of raising uh, the girls compared to the boy? Uh, I really can't say. I, I can't. I don't think I can say that on radio. But uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, uh, dealing with the boys as teenagers, let's say, let's just leave it that way. Okay. Did he ever? At one, <laughs> you know how some boys they feel like it's time to be a man and they bow up to their father. Did that ever happen? No. No. I, I, he's a he's a pretty good kid. Translation. He, he tries every once in a while. He gets uh, now that he's twenty one. He drinks a little bit and he thinks he can, but I shut him down pretty quick. <laughs> and you have nine grandkids. That is so awesome, man. What's it like to have grandkids? Yeah. Better, better than being dad. I tell my kids. I said if I could, if I don't know being grandpa was this awesome, I would have skipped dad and went straight to grandpa. Really <laughs> Obsessed them at me. But. Yeah, no responsibility at all, right? <laughs> right. Uh, well, I'm gonna send them home, brother. Uh, you're an assistant manager at ABC Supply. So you guys sell uh, building supplies, supplies and stuff. Correct. I've actually bought stuff from you guys before. Uh, and yeah. and uh, how long have you been working there? Fourteen years. No kidding. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. That just doesn't happen anymore. Why? Tell me about staying there fourteen years. Like, do you have seniority? Are you the longest reigning guy there? Oh no, we have people here that's been here twenty plus years. No kidding. My 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 manager's been here over twenty years. We've got. Uh, truck driver's been here 24 years. we got a guy who works in one section of the warehouse. He's been here 25 years. So, yeah, I'm like probably sixth or seventh down the line. And are they a pretty good company? I mean, I figure you're going to say yes since we've named them on the air. But Oh, right. Oh, yeah, they're great. <laughs> right. Nah, I mean, you know, they, every place I've worked, you know, has their ups and downs. But, yeah, overall, it's a pretty good place to work. I would say if you stayed there that long, that's that's quite the accolade. Well, congratulations right. on that. It says here that when yeah. you were two, you got bitten by a dog. Was it your dog? Uh, it was my dog, yes. And I was I, it was, I was in second grade, actually. Okay. And, and what but, caused uh, the dog to bite you? Well, I was... I got home, and for whatever reason, I was by my myself. I don't remember where my older sister was at this particular day, but uh, my mom worked at Vance Air Force Base out in Enid, and she didn't get home till you know six o'clock at night. And I was getting off the school bus at four four thirty ish. Well, I was getting off the bus, walking up to my house, and my dog come up to me. I got down on my knees, and I was playing with him, and he was licking me in the face, and a stray dog come up. Well. I was trying to, I grabbed a hold of uh, my dog so he wouldn't go after the stray dog and get into a fight. Well, my dog thought that he was going to get that stray dog so he wouldn't get me. And my face met his mouth and, you know, nine stitches later I was uh, healed up. So Where on the where on your face did you get bit? Uh, it came, it started right underneath my eye and kind of like a J went down to my nose. No kidding. Damn. Yeah. My my brother, when yeah. it sounds about the similar story a little bit to my brother, he got bit on the lip. Mm-hmm. And oh the, wow! The, they had to put stitches in his in his lip from uh, the dog, just thinking they were, everything was cool, and then all of a sudden the dog was like, "No, we're not cool." Hmm. Did you keep the <laughs> right. dog afterwards, or? Oh yeah, no, it wasn't his fault. It was my fault. I shouldn't have grabbed hold of him. So, no, I, I didn't. Uh, I kept him for years after that. So did you call your mom and be like, "Hey, Toons is you know well, bit me." <laughs> funny funny story about that is you know. Uh, we lived out in the country and my nearest neighbor was three quarters of a mile away when we didn't have a phone. So I walked to my neighbor's house and tried to call my mom and she had already left for the day. So we set out by the side of the road and waited on her to come by so we could flag her down so I could get in the car with her and she could take me to the hospital. So your face just bleeding on the side of the road waiting for your mom? Well, I mean, that's, that's wasn't quite that dramatic, but yeah, I mean, it was, 
uh, they uh, they put some band-aids on it at my neighbor's house and kind of held it together because there was no stereo strips or nothing like that back then so right and it wasn't it wasn't pouring blood it was just bleeding right it was just bleeding yeah it wasn't it wasn't uh yeah wasn't pouring blood how mad was your mom you know i, I don't think she was because i mean we we grew up out around animals and she you know just no redneck people you know what i mean so yeah we kind of expected it you know what i mean i mean we didn't i shouldn't say expected but you know we knew that that could happen so and it wasn't really my dog's fault so it wasn't really my fault it was just an accident so is your mom still with us oh yeah yep she lives in uh, uh edmund at a nursing home is that the uh does she like to tell that story about the day she drove home and you were sitting on the side of the road bleeding oh uh, she 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 has a bunch of other stories she likes to tell about me but <laughs> which is the one she says that that you just embarrasses the hell out of you um oh god uh when i was in kindergarten uh we did a uh 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 christmas play every year right well we were dr- dressed as little elves this particular year and i was sick and had a stomach flu and i didn't want to go and they made me anyway so I told my teacher that I really had to go to the bathroom really, really bad, and she would not let me go, and I ended up going in my pants. So, yeah, I got, I got to walk around with the, uh, yes, yes, exactly. And not God, just going. God, kids are gross. Going. That like, is, that yeah, is there ain't so no gross. Stopping. I don't mean it. You know, it wasn't like it was like a solid little uh, thing back there. I mean, it was like. Right, right. No, I got it. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Uh, Message you know, received. Yes, disgusting. Nasty. Message received. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my mom's favorite story and my older sister's favorite story to tell. I've heard it thousands of times. I wish I could forget it, but I appreciate y'all bringing that up. No problem. Glad we could tell the whole city. Uh, I know, right? It says here that you once were beaten with a crowbar, and you were asleep when it happened. What? Tell me about this. That is correct. Um, I was building cell phone towers, and we were working in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I don't remember. I think it was a Saturday. Uh, I was asleep. You know, I had a roommate, and I was asleep. He was gone, and I was I was awoken to seeing the uh, light, the flashing lights. You know, you ever get hit so hard you see the flashing lights? Yeah. I mean, I, knew, I immediately know what, what I got hit with something, but I couldn't, you know, I didn't know what. So um, I covered up and uh, rolled over into the floor. Well, uh, when I kind of come to, I look down, and I mean, I'm just absolutely covered in blood. You know, when you get hit in the head, you bleed like a stuck pig. But Yeah. Um. I mean, I had blood all the way down my left side, and I could, we had our window open, and I could hear some guys talking outside. So I kind of stumbled. I, I come around, went to the window. These two guys were running to their car, and I, you know, had some kind words to say to them, and I, because I assumed that they had just uh, left me, and I invited them back up to uh, straighten that out, and of they didn't <laughs> want to. Probably, probably smart that they didn't on my that you know, lucky for me they didn't because you know. I was probably a little out of it, but um, I, I got went. I look all over me. I mean, I'm, I can't tell you how much blood was, there was. I mean, it was crazy the amount of blood I lost. But uh, I went to the uh, uh, bathroom, looked in the mirror, saw it was pretty gnarly. I called my boss, who had been just out of the Marines for ten years, and told him to come up and look at it, t- see if I needed to go to the hospital. And, 
I uh, opened my door so I could get in, and I went and sat on the bed, and I was just kind of sitting there, and the whole time blood just running and dripping off me. And he comes and he pushes my door open, looks at me, goes, "You're going to the hospital." Turns around, walks out, gets his phone, yeah. <laughs> calls nine one. So uh, yeah, get to the hospital. You know, this has been, you know, I, I go sit in the room. I've probably been there an hour, and doctor comes sees me. Yeah, I need staples. I go and have a a. Uh, a brain x-ray well, i can't think what they call it ekg i think i don't know well, anyway but anyway they come back and they said my skull was fractured and uh you could see the spider webs coming off my ear hole in my skull wow it hit the side of my head Ugh. yeah and uh all this is going on and no one had ever cleaned me up yet so by this time the blood's starting to dry and the adrenaline's going away and the feeling's starting to come back and so uh, they said, well, we need to get you cleaned up so we can get some uh, staples in there. And they sent in Helga, the he nurse, and <laughs> get this brush and start scrubbing the side of my head. Oh, I'm oh. like, oh, my, you are so lucky you're a woman because if you was a man, <laughs> ooh, I don't think I'd ever heard him like that before or since. Did they numb anything to do that? Nope, nope, no pain meds, no nothing. Oh, my God, buddy, that is awful. <laughs> So, yeah. so, so you, you're in the hospital. You're getting tended right. to, and right. the extent of your injuries was what a brain, fra- a skull fracture. Yeah, skull fracture. Um, a lot, obviously a, a laceration on the side of my head with staples, and I broke my wrist. Right, probably trying to. Block. Evidently, when they hit yeah. me, I covered up. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Uh, I think uh, they counted twelve or thirteen crowbar marks, bruises, different ones, and oh not one God. of them was below my shoulder blades. Except for the one on my wrist where I was trying to cover up. Oh, you're lucky to be alive, man. Were they trying to kill you? I don't I don't know. I'd love to ask them. So what happened to the guy? Uh, nothing happened to those guys. I don't. They never were found. Nobody knew who they were. You know, what? So that kind of thing. Random act of violence. They're just like, we're going to go in this house and beat somebody up with a crowbar and leave? It, it wasn't so random. It wasn't so random. My roommate had gone out to the uh, strip club that night and he is we had just gotten paid the day before so he was flashing his cash to the strippers and he gave a stripper his room key and told her to come meet him up there well she gave it to her boyfriends and her her buddies come visited me that's what happened that's how it happened oh so I imagine that you're super pissed at your roommate for that. And did he take any kind of responsibility for what happened to you? Um, he, oh yeah, he, he completely fessed up to it. But the uh, company I worked for at the time told him that he needed to pay all my medical bills since you know I worked on the road. I wasn't technically on the clock. They couldn't do it or wouldn't do it. So he was supposed to pay all my medical bills. Of course, he uh, after uh, he worked for about another week, he tucked tail and ran. I never heard from him again, so I had to pay all my own bills, medical bills, and the whole nine yards. So, how much was that? You know, I don't remember. I think it was, you know, eight, ten grand, something like that. Oof. How long did it take you to have like a normal night's sleep again? I'm not talking about from recovering from the injuries. I'm talking about being, you know, worried that someone's going to wake you up with a crowbar. Um. Well, I mean, after that, I refused to room with anyone, as you can imagine. <laughs> So they, I made them get me my own room. So it was, I really didn't have no problem sleeping after that because I was in my own room by myself. I didn't have to really worry about it. I made sure everything was locked up. 
Wow. Before I w- went to sleep. So he knew who the he knew who the people were. Well, he knew the the stripper that he gave the key to, but he didn't know the guys. And he wouldn't come off, and he wouldn't say anything about who it was. But. Didn't turn the strip like didn't, wouldn't give you the stripper name or anything like that. N- no, no. The, wow. The police didn't want to go talk to Mercedes or whoever it was that he gave the key to. <laughs> I don't. You know, it's been so long ago. I don't remember. I'm sure they did, but he wouldn't give up the information. Did the police? Did the police come to the hospital to talk to you? You know, I don't remember. The hospital thing about the, the only thing I really can remember is getting scrubbed on the side of the head. Yeah. Hit hard enough, but because to me that seems like more than just a one-time visit. They would have tried to follow up with you a couple of times, and you don't remember that, right? Wow. I don't. No, I don't remember talking to him after that. No, I don't remember talking to the police that night at all. We're running out of time, but I do want to ask this final question because it's an interesting note that's written down for me. It says you'd had a family trip to night trips, and and yes. and, and what what happened? What do you mean a fa- How old are we talking? A family trip. Uh, it was for my son's 21st birthday. Okay, so you and your five kids go. No, no, no just my oldest daughter and my youngest daughter and my youngest daughter's husband. Weird. <laughs> you went to a strip club with your daughters? Yeah. You're like, I did a good job, girls. You're not up there. <laughs> did, did you did you watch them get dances? Um, There was at one point that uh, one of the... Strippers laid my both my daughters and her husband up on the stage and danced over them. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. They didn't like go to the back and do you know lap dances or anything like that. No. And typically, when they do that on stage, they try to take the female's top off. They tried, but my daughter said, "That's my dad right there," and they're like, oh, "Okay, we're not going to do that." I need to use that line next time. <laughs> this random man. Yeah. And he's like, and, and it says you got kicked out of Inner Circle? That is correct. We uh, we went down there after that, and uh, my wife joined us at that point. And uh, we went there, we drank a little bit, and, you know, hung out outside. They had a live band. And we walked down around town, down to the bars, down around Guthrie Greens, and decided that wasn't really for us. We went back, and uh i had to use the bathroom so I, when i walked up the bouncers waved at me because he remembered me from earlier so i walked on in and one of them was giving my wife a little crap and my son being really really trashed mouthed off to the bouncer and, and they kicked us out okay so you kind of deserved it well i mean Someone it wasn't that big deal <laughs> it was a you know he was smiling at him saying hey don't mess with my mom you know what i mean and it wasn't like he was you know, oh, they're calling his mom unchristianly things or anything. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. I don't think we did, but what? You know, whatever. They got a job to do. I, they have to deal with that. I don't. So I love doing this segment just because we get to talk to people and you hear about their lives. And I really enjoy when I have somebody who's close in my age and how different the project the trajectories of our lives are. Because I'm not going to. I promise. When I'm 60, when my kids are of that age, I'm not going to the strip club with them. I can't. I'd like to think I'm not, but you know who who knows, man. It's a crazy right. how different our lives are, but yet we're similar in age, man. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. No, nah, no problem. All right, Perry. Have thank a great day. Have a great day at work, man. You too. Thanks. All right, see you later. Ugh, I can't imagine my dad watching me get a lap dance. Like, it's, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Or out. watching your dad get a lap. Oh God, that's <laughs> I don't know what's three. worse. <laughs> oh, that's different. We have a different family, I guess.
Well, I mean, you can you can go. Yeah, he's a, why wouldn't he get one? Yeah, I mean, he's a dude. Why wouldn't why she not? get one? Because I, mean, I don't want to watch my dad get a lap well, dance. you don't have to watch. I don't want to be in the room when my dad gets a lap dance. Well, they have private rooms for that. Yuck. <laughs> go without me. Not anymore, but... Oh. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. Let's rock. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Did you know that there is like medically assisted sex doctors? Like, like they they help you have sex? That's interesting. Uh, like they teach you. <laughs> I know this is similar to what we talked about with the, 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 the uh, acting thing. Mm-hmm. That would, I mean... A consultant makes sense. Weird. Okay, so this is more of a, like a hands-on sort of thing. Like, we like no, you're doing it wrong. Here, you need to put your hips this way. Or is it more yeah. like, here, read this pamphlet, uh, and here's some information that might help you in yeah. the direction of what you're looking for. Yeah. All of the above, huh? Yeah, yeah like, move your hips. No, 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 no. Wow. Like this. Wow. People need a... A class or a doctor for that? They're like, here's Pornhub. No, but <laughs> it, right, see what they're doing. It, it it's makes not sense. Like that. It makes sense because there's a list in the New York Times today about 13 questions to ask before you get married. Mm-hmm. And, oh God! And, <laughs> and, and, I'm so hold on. I am super curious of these 13 questions. Okay. If any of us have ever asked those questions okay. to our significant other. Okay. Well, one of them is how important is sex to you, right? And I feel like I would think. Mm-hmm. The majority of the time, the answer is very. Yes. You would think with most people. Okay. And I, I understand that answer for me is completely naive. Mm-hmm. But I'm under the impression sex is very important to everyone. It should be, as it should be. Now, what's the level of importance? I mean, I get what you just said. You just said very important. So to me, that makes it like a like a 10. But there's some people that are like, yeah, it's important. And when I say that, that, yeah, it's important, it's not a 10. It's that's not a 10 like for a, me. That's like a 5 or a 3. What, Sam? It's not a 10 for me. That's like what third in my list. Of what, like, on a scale important. of 1 to 10, what is it? Mm, I would say like a 7. Well, that's still pretty important. It is, but it's, it's I'm barely just saying, above five. It's, it's like third down on my uh-huh. list of what's important. Uh-huh. Like if, for example, me or Jeff couldn't have sex, some trauma happened to our Jennies, it wouldn't be... I agree. Our relationship. I agree. That's a different scenario. Yeah. That's different. And you can still be intimate and have sex, quote unquote, mm-hmm. without having s- intercourse. Okay. Got you. Right. There's other ways to please your man. Yeah. Or woman. Or woman. Um, <laughs> so I, I agree. Cosmos. But what I hear you saying when you're like, it's a seven, that tells me it's not high on the priority list for the week. Mm, that's okay. the, what I hear. Yeah. Because, uh, no, that's, that's fair. Because if. Uh, Jeff hadn't talked to me all week, but we had sex. That one, I would not be happy with that. Like, <laughs> I'm just no, I'm being no, serious. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, like, I get it. Yeah, it, it just seems weird. To me, it's more important that he's giving me attention all week and that we are like, I guess, vibing and communicating and being emotionally intimate. You want those things before you want sex. Yes. What What was that funny about that, Gimpy? 
Uh, it's just because I got the image in my head, right? The scenario acted out like they haven't spoken all week except for, mm, you know, that's the only sounds that they have made, yeah. you know? And I'm sure there's some people out there. Just It seems ridiculous to me for some, you know, a couple to go all week without saying anything until they have sex. And even then, the words are minimal. People that have careers that they cross, they're you know they only see each other when they cross through the night, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. day shifts and night shift people. Mm-hmm. That that is their life. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, for sure. Here's some of the questions: mm-hmm. Did your family throw plates, calmly discuss issues, or silently <laughs> shut down when disagreements arose? It's <laughs> um, an important question. No, yeah, yeah we've absolutely. definitely talked about that, about like how my family communicated, and especially my dad and my stepmom, like the relationship that I saw versus his parents. Yeah, his, his was way better in my first marriage we didn't have any question we never talked about that never, not once do you think it played a part in how you communicated as a couple for sure because we didn't ask the question or because well looking back that you're like oh i know her her whatever family life was like this and now i could see her acting like this yeah but that's all only my perception i'm i'm putting the pieces together i'm not because we haven't talked about it i'm not getting information from her on it got you Gimpy? Yeah, we never talk about that at all whatsoever. Me, any of them. Do you think it played a role in your relationship, like looking back? I'm the sure. way that you communicate versus her? I'm sure. None to some. Yeah, I'm sure. Here is uh, an interesting one, too. Will we have children, and if we do, will you change diapers? Yeah. See, that's never been the question. It's always been a 50-50. I mean, Dude, you have the kids. W- you and me are in the minority. Mm-hmm. I know plenty of guys are like, I don't change diapers. That's that's the ladies' job. There are guys that think that way. I get that. And it's fine as long as you both know that going in, but right. someone may think, Sam and I had this conversation a long time ago. She was like, I've never asked him that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you might want to ask him. Yeah, just in case. Well, now that you know I'm getting old and thinking about kids and stuff, it's definitely been a conversation. And like, oh, what if we can't have kids? What is it going to look like then? Uh, I'm going to skip some of these. Um, how important is religion? I think most people should have asked that question. Yeah, right. I've asked that question before. Uh, is your debt my debt? Would you be willing to bail me out? Well, Jeff has, so... But did you is- talk about that beforehand? <laughs> yes, because I didn't understand. Even my debt, I was so overwhelmed with it that I didn't know a responsible way of taking care of it. Yeah. And I just like shut it out that kind of did the, well, it'll disappear at some point because I was so afraid by it. So mm-hmm. we definitely... Had to think of a plan. I had to tell right, him all right. my Right, right. But was the conversation out of out of a need, or was the conversation a precursor to being in a relationship and being together? Mm. Well, uh, being in a relationship, being together, because our goal is to get a house together, all that stuff, and my credit affects his, and so we've definitely had to make a plan to solve it together. Uh, what's the most you'd be willing to spend on a car, a couch, or shoes? Ooh. That's a big one that I never had the first time. Mm-mm. Yep. I Thank God, by the that. way. <laughs> God, we didn't have these the first time. Could you deal with me doing things without you? Never asked. Never asked it. Never thought to ask. Yeah, I'm really codependent, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always needing somebody. Yeah, right, I'm just super needy. Here's another one that's really great that I've even in my current marriage we've never talked about. How far should we take flirting with other people? Oh, yeah, that question's never. Never been asked. Yeah, I've never asked that. I just assume that I trust what his definition of flirting is too far. Right. Is, no, you're trusting what his definition of flirting too far is equal to your definition. Yes, mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. That's scary almost to think about. Uh, 
do you know all the ways I say I love you? There are some people that, besides the words, there's actions and things you can do. Love right. language. Yes. Uh, what do you admire about me and what are your pet peeves? Where do you see us 10 years from now? Those are like philosophical ones that I think are, um, like, I think the pet peeves one is a danger. That's dangerous. Yeah. Because some people are really touchy about their pet peeves. Yeah. Like, after we talked about it last week, like, what drives me crazy about Jeff when he doesn't shut drawers or cupboards, he's making jokes about slamming them now to know that he's shutting them because it wasn't something we talked about before. And, by the way, I didn't ask him, like, hey, what do I do that drives you crazy? I don't want to know. Right. <laughs> Those conver- I love conversations right, like that. I love. Just like, listen, there's says not nothing. enough hours in the day for me to tell you. <laughs> in his head, he's like, oh, cupboards drive you crazy? Is that the one thing that drives you crazy? And he's got a long That's list. That's all you got, huh? Huh? Mm. All right. Here Effing go. cupboards. Yeah. Not, uh, not being financially responsible or knowing how to do anything in life. None of those. Sam and I's personality <laughs> is very similar because we both need to be with people that are passive. Right. And Jeff is very passive in a good way. My wife is exceptionally passive in a good way. Mm. Patient. So, yeah. Patient, yeah. Patient. That's a better way to put it, isn't it? Well, I'd say <laughs> passive because it's just not a big deal. Right. None of those things are big deals. Anybody in my family or even Jeff's family that describes him like, oh, he's so patient, which is kind of like a backhanded compliment, right. meaning I need a lot of patience. <laughs> Somebody yeah. that's patient with me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, we'll take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. I was looking at the list of, of musicians that have the number one songs in Tulsa. I get this list every week, and it shows the number one songs that have been downloaded or bought and the number one albums, right? And so I had to do some investigating because I'm kind of out of touch, been for a while, mm-hmm. especially with pop music. And there was one on here that got my attention that I think is really cool. And you might remember when Kenny Rogers and Willie Nelson and all them did The Highwaymen. It was uh, like a super group. Yeah, Kenny Rogers was never part of it. it was, oh, wasn't? Yeah, it was Waylon, Willie, Chris Christopherson, and Johnny Cash. And so, well, now there's a there's a female version called the Highway Women. Interesting. And it, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. And I want to make sure I get the the uh, people correct that that are that are in it. And it is, hold on here, got to work, work quickly here. Uh, it is Brandy Carlisle, uh-huh. Marin, Marin Morris, mm-hmm. Amanda Shires, and Natalie Hemby. Interesting. Now, I don't know anything about the country music world, but I know Brandy Carlisle, but I don't know the others. Yeah, Marin Morris is, a, is good. She sings that one... Um, about church, you know, it's like, you know, she's driving down the radio or highway, listening to the radio. That's her church or whatever. Name of the song's church. She's got a couple of good hits out there. So anyway, so here is uh, a sample of some of them. And where the shots rang out, I never heard the sound, but I am still around. And I'll take that ride again and again and again. And again, and again. 
I don't know if that does it for anybody. I, I've got it. I think it's all right. Yeah? Yeah. See if there's another song here. Yeah. I don't know what it is, and this is probably totally sexist. Mm-hmm. Women in rock music is not something that's easy for me to open my arms to. Right. Not saying women can't rock. Well, absolutely. There are c- countless examples that they can. Yeah. But it takes me a little while. Mm-hmm. Women in country music, every day. Something about the twang in the voice, then I guess. The I sound think, of the right? Music, yeah. It yeah. just sounds a lot better. And co- like to me, that is totally like comforting. Yeah. That sounds good. I want to check into the highway women a little bit more. Uh, all right. Pop is here. Let's do Balls of the Wall Sports. And then Mr. Hensley will join us uh, taking your questions about divorce, spousal support, division of assets, family law stuff. Get your questions in now. A couple of changes in the AP Top 25. Not much, though, at the top of the poll, which features Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, and Oklahoma rounding out your top five. From there, it's Ohio State, Notre Dame, Auburn, Florida, and Utah. Uh, Michigan State, Maryland, and USC all found themselves on the wrong end of the scoreboard and have now fallen out of the top 25 there in college football. It is an open week for the Oklahoma Sooners coming off of their victory over UCLA. Sooners did something that they haven't done in five seasons. That is allow first quarter points for three straight games. And again, that hasn't happened since 2014. Bob Stoops, author Bob Stoops, will be on the program later this afternoon on 1430 The Buzz talking about his new book. The Drillers just needed three outs for their second straight Texas League championship. Took a 3-1 to lead heading into the ninth on Sunday. And then the bullpen fell apart. It was a seven-run top of the ninth inning for Amarillo, and they take home the Texas League Championship three games to two. It's their first pennant since 1976, and the Drillers miss out on an opportunity to win their first-ever championship on their home field in 43 years of baseball. And one other note to the NFL, lots of injuries yesterday, and the world is awaiting what the results will be on Examinations of Drew Brees for his thumb with the Saints and also Ben Roethlisberger as his elbow injury could prevent him from playing the rest of the season, which means Mason Rudolph would go the rest of the way. And Monday Night Football tonight, the Browns and the Jets pregame hits the air at 530 on 1300 The Buzz, your home for the Cleveland Browns. That's Balls to the Wall Sports, Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Congratulations are in order as we qualified another person to maybe win that trip to New Orleans for Voodoo Fest. And Tony Mesa of Ponca City got qualified. Tony heard the cue, and so now uh, all he's got to do is uh, may be the winner of the big game that we play when we get everybody together to find out who wins the trip. Uh, Lynn's going to have a chance just after 11 o'clock when you hear BMMS Fest artist Godsmack. So just after 11 o'clock, be listening with Lynn. On Mondays, Jeff Hensley from Hensley & Associates joins us in the studio to answer your family law questions. And good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning. We got a bunch of emails this week that I wanted to start off with. If you have a question for Jeff, you can call it 460-KMOD. And this person has a question about 
Uh, it's not related, related to divorce or custody, and I'm hoping he can get answered. I'm currently, quote, housing our 16-year-old neighbor and family friend. She is attending high school and gainfully employed. The reason she's living on our couch is that she lives a very neglectful and toxic home environment. For example, her mother took away her house key quite some time ago as punishment, then recently left town for three days while she, the kiddo, was at school. She was left with a place without a place to stay for that whole weekend. What I'd like to know is what does she need to do or what can I do as her current makeshift, quote, guardian type person to get an emancipation started on her behalf? She desperately wants to pursue this, and I would like to help if possible. Thanks. It's just not going to happen. I That's mean, a mess. Well, what he needs to do, whoever this is, needs to go and get a guardianship over the 16-year-old kid. I mean, that's what really needs to happen. Emancipations, they just... I really wish... Okay, so we hear a lot about emancipations, especially in the Hollywood industry, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you hear these, I'm going to call them super rich kids that have gone out and become famous or whatever me, and they. it's very easy for them. And remember, they're... California versus Oklahoma, okay? So it's very easy for emancipations when you've got $40 million in the bank and you've already bought three <laughs> homes, right? Um, it's very different when you're talking about uh, just us normal people uh, and the requirements. I mean, there are specific requirements in Oklahoma. And most people can't reach them. And so emancipation in Oklahoma is just just not done. I don't know any attorney. In fact, there was a group of us talk, uh, attorneys talking about this probably a couple weeks ago. None of us know anybody that does emancipations in any portion of this area of, of Oklahoma. They just don't. Because, because the threshold is so yeah, high. Yeah, it's just so high, and it's a waste of time. I mean, and here's the other thing, too. If emancipations were so easy, every kid would do it the second they got pissed off at mom and dad. I mean, that's really what it amounts to, and that's why the threshold's so high is because it's got to be to the point where um, – it's more than just, oh, I don't want to live under mom and dad's rules anymore. Oh, I don't want to do- – I mean, this may be this may be a case where em- emancipation might be a good thing. But the thing is, is from wh- even the facts that they've listed, they don't reach the threshold. They what? Right. If you're like your punishment is you're homeless, that doesn't reach the threshold? Well, that's not part of the consideration of emancipation, okay? It's really not. It's, it's not about what your home life is like. It's really – and the thing is, is the one kicker – the one thing that nobody can get to is you have to have permission of the parents to be emancipated in Oklahoma. Right, and what most parents are not going to give that Right, up. right, exactly. So, I mean, I, I don't even like talking about emancipation. I mean, I get a lot of calls for it, and I, I, I read... Hey, mister. I, well, yeah, I do, I do. Or, or I get a little girlfriend that calls, my boyfriend, or, you know, or, or, or the boyfriend calls us, hey, my girlfriend, you know, whatever it may be. I guess that was my Michael Jackson impression. Um, <laughs> sorry. That's definitely a whole other bag of cats. Yeah, it must, be, it must be the Red Bull. Um, emancipations are just way tough. None of us know anybody that does them simply because the threshold's super high, uh, and, and it's just, it, it's kind of a, a slippery slope. So what? It really is. What are if someone were to come to you saying, "Hey, I'm in the situation where my parents have kicked me out, and you know I'm living with m- my neighbor. What options do they have?" I mean, I would say you need a guardian. You need a legal guardian, and if, if this person is housing them and feeding them and all this other stuff, you're acting as a guardian anyway. Just go and make it legal so that you can help them with school and doctor visits and all that kind of stuff. That's really what needs to happen. Would lack of housing constitute an emergency guardianship? I think it probably would. And in this case, you've got more than that. You've got 
a mom who's who's purposely neglecting the child by taking away the key, locking him out, and then taking off for three or four days. I mean, that's, that's just neglect. I mean, if you called, if someone were to call DHS and make a referral, I, I can't see a DHS not coming in. I just can't. I cannot see them coming in and and taking that kid into custody. I just that's huge neglect. Okay, yeah, she's sixteen years old, but she's still a kid. All right. You can't just take off for three days and take their keys away and say, whoop, go find some place to stay. I mean, that's a really crappy parent. I'm sorry. You, you should be – that's horrible. I, I just – DHS would come in and remove somebody for that. That's just bad. But this person needs to go get a guardianship, and we do those, so give me a holler. Uh, here is another email that came in. It said, I have a 12-year-old, and I've been dealing with custody issues since she was two. I have 100% full custody and always have. The father just wanted visitation. It worked out for about two years. He had her maybe once a month out of his every other weekend visits because, honestly, he only took her to save face and pretend to have a good reputation. Fast forward. We haven't seen or spoken to him in over five years. He only lives about 30 minutes from us, and he has not paid child support in two. I have been married to a wonderful man for 10 years who, is, uh, who she calls daddy since day one because, obviously, he's the one there playing that role in her life. He wants to adopt my daughter so bad and vice versa. She came crying to me one day saying how much she wanted all this. Question is, what are my chances of being able to terminate the legal father's parental rights? He will he will 100% fight me in court, again, just because that's the reputation, not because he actually wants to be in her life. This is a prime case for an adoption. They're also Native American. They wanted to point that out. Okay. Well, the reason that plays in is now we're dealing with with ICWA, okay, the Indian Child Welfare Act, okay, it's it's the state federal slash state law that says if a child is a Native American child, there are certain things you have to take into account, which one of them is you have to give notice to that tribe, whoever it may be. So we don't know what tribe it is. Some tribes are very involved in these um, adoptions. Others of them don't care. Um, I've had, I mean, the, the Cherokees, obviously, um, because they are such a large presence in northeastern Oklahoma, they are very, and they're very, very wealthy tribe. They, uh, they're very involved in their adoptions. Um, some tribes, like I've dealt with some out-of-state tribes that don't care. I've dealt with some in-state tribes that don't care. So either way, we have to let them know. We have to give notice to the Bureau of Indian Affairs, that sort of thing. There's an adoption going on. I'd, I'd be interested to see. I'm guessing that she's the Native American parent. Um, that's my guess uh, from what she told me because she said they. Uh, with that being said, you know, if they need a child staying with the Indian parent, it's not going to be such a big deal per se, okay? There's not going to be uh, this this big fight whether, you know, because sometimes you've got dad who's a Native American and mom's not. But in this case, it's a, it's a prime case for an adoption. Fail to pay child support in 12 of the last 14 months, check, okay? That's a big box we can check. The next big box we can check is he hasn't seen her in five years. Um, so with that being said, you've got a prime case for an adoption, that's great. Give me a call. We do those all the time. We do ICWA adoptions, too. We've got some going on right now, so we can definitely help with that. This is a very good case for an adoption because, obviously, BioDad doesn't want to be involved. Um, you know, and if dad, if dad wants to say face and make this easy for mom and the child, um, we could do an open adoption, and what that means is, is that uh, it allows for the biological parents whose rights are being terminated to still have information and, and I won't say be involved, but at least get information and, and technically be tied to the child, if you will, in some way. Um, not legally, obviously, because they have no longer legal rights once the rights are terminated. But um, it allows a lot of people to, to, quote, save face in this kind of case. 
and still, quote, be involved in that kind of thing to a certain degree. So, so you get like a Christmas card so you know what your kid looks yeah, like, yeah. but or you, you can, can't. Or you make an agreement that says, hey, I can call the child once a month. Or I mean, this guy hadn't talked in five years, so you know he probably won't care. But if he makes the agreement, he can do that. But yeah, it's, it's that kind of thing, absolutely. Um, and it makes the transition a lot easier, I think, for families because we don't have to go and have uh, adoption without consent trials and all those kind of things. So. Uh, if you have a question for Jeff, 918-460-KMOD, or you can also send it in via email to show at KMOD.com. This is one we got via Facebook, and it said, I've been paying child support for 20 years, posted every month, never missed, never complained. All of a sudden, DHS word uh, took uh, money out of my bank account, over 4000 overdrawn, then jacked up my support to a by $100. The money in the account was my wife's disability, and I didn't think they could touch that. What can I do? Well, a money in the account is money in the account. They, they're not, if it's a joint account, they don't know. It's not like they go in and say, okay, whose money is it? They just see that there's money in the account tied to your social security number, and they just grab it. Now, he says he's been paying faithfully, but they don't just go in and, and grab money and, and levy accounts out of the blue. That tells me there was an arrearage somewhere. Somewhere they're figured in arrearage, and he had back support owed. Now, he says that they jacked it up by 100 Well, that means there was a hearing somewhere. They sent him notice of it. He didn't go, or they sent it to the wrong place and still had good service in some strange way. I mean, he needs to give me a call so we can figure out what's going on. I mean, we need to find out why they jacked it up, why they took it. Is there an arrearage? I mean, he he makes it sound like he's paying faithfully and hasn't missed anything. But, again, DHS just doesn't come in levy accounts or take um, tax refunds for nothing. They cut, That's only done when there's an arrearage and there's money that's owed. And maybe it's money that's owed for TANF. Maybe it's money that's owed for Sooner Care. Maybe it's money, state money owed somewhere else that's not part of the uh, the money he thinks that he owes. So, you know, we need to call DHS. We need to figure out what's going on and, and see what we can do. You know, if there was a hearing and they jacked it up and he didn't get proper notice because they sent it to the wrong place or something, we can get that vacated and deal with that. Um there's lots of things we can do, so he just needs to give me a call so we can get that straightened out. But for sure, if if you're out of, if you're somebody listening and out of nowhere your account gets tapped into and you're getting, but you feel like you've been paying faithfully, then you feel like you've been wrong. Then you definitely need to call Jeff to get that Absolutely. straightened out. And, and you know, the, a lot of times what happens is, is sometimes somebody goes and, and first of all he says 20 years. I'm wondering why he's still paying after 18, but that's. We'll Maybe find. he's got multiple kids. Well, and that may be that that very well may be he's got multiple children. That's that's a good point. Um, but at some point, we need to figure out what happened, why it happened, where it happened, so we can get it all straightened for uh, straightened out for you. They just don't take money out of the blue. A lot of people forget that there's money owed for state services sometimes. Um, so we just need to look into that and figure out what's going on. Uh, this one says, my ex-husband has had custody of our three children since February of 2010. He gained custody because I was at the beginning of a 10-month incarceration okay. when he filed for divorce. We have went to court one time since then, and I was given set visitation. I have not been able to afford an attorney to take him back to court. He has a known substance abuse problem. My kids now are almost 16 and almost 14 and almost 13. They just started living with him Easter Sunday. Prior to that, they lived next door with his mother, who basically runs the show. My children have told all of us they want to live with me. Question is, what happens if they come for the weekend with me and just refuse to go back to his house? So the first thing is you've got three kids are all over a certain age, okay? And the reason I bring that up is is it's hard to force a 16-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 13-year-old to get in a car, okay? Um, it, just, it just is, especially since nowadays most teenagers are bigger than their parents, okay? 
I don't, I don't know why, but that just seems to be kind of the, the trend. With that being said, you know, if she fails to return, one thing he could do is after the weekend, he'll go on Monday and he could get a writ of assistance for the cops to go over and pick the children up. We don't like doing those simply because we don't want to have kids riding in the back of police vehicles for no reason. Um, it's a little traumatic even at that age, okay? Yeah. And, and it's a little annoying, I guess, at that age for them. But with that being said, I mean, if she th- truly believes the children are in some sort of what we call immediate irreparable harm, okay, what that means is if the kids are in such imminent danger, there's a potential that we could move in on emergency custody. But I'm wondering what dad's substance abuse issue is. Is it marijuana? Is it alcohol? Is it heroin? Is it meth? I mean, we need to find out what that substance abuse issue is because there are things we can do to keep the children with her if, in fact, he is using around the kids and maybe he's selling or whatever it may be. Uh, but we need facts to fill in those holes to find out. But, you know, let's say that he is using drugs and it's more than marijuana. If he's using ch- drugs around the children and the children can collaborate that, you know, we've got an emergency custody come in, take the kids from him, bring the kids to her, and then we can deal with it in court and do a show cause and those kind of things. Even um, if the mom runs the show, per what she well, says. I was going to ask if, that- she's viol- if he's violating the order by the mom, his mother, is basically... In charge of the kids. I, I don't know that he's technically violating the order per se because he's got sole custody. He can, he can leave the kids wherever he wants to technically. Um, is it lazy parenting? Yes. And, and saying that he doesn't want to be involved? Absolutely. I'm wondering why they're now just staying with him after all this time. Um, I don't know if maybe grandma got tired of running the show and said, here, take it. But, you know, that that's an interesting point and something the courts will definitely look at when they say, well, you've not even been using your parenting anyway because you've been dumping the kids off with grandma all this time. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of things that play into that. Um, I'd like to, again, I'd like to know what a substance abuse issue is. But if you, the bigger issue is, is you move on an emotion to modify because you've got kids that are old enough to voice an opinion about where they want to live and why. Um, now, again, in Oklahoma, and I, I really, I try to clear this up all the time with people. I want to make sure we're clear. In Oklahoma, kids don't just get to say, well, I want to go live with the other side and they get to go. It doesn't work that way. Kids can voice their opinion, and the court can now take their opinion into a global whole as to what's in their best interest. Because, you know, a lot of times kids want to go live with the other side because there's no rules or they only see them every other weekend, so it seems like a party all the time or whatever it may be. But that may not be in their best interest. You know, maybe the parents got issues or drug issues or alcohol issues or, you know, whatever it may be, and that may not be in their best interest to go live with the other side. So Oklahoma, they can voice an opinion as to where they want to be and what they want to do, but it's not a definitive, this is what happens. And you have said something before when someone references the other party having a drug issue is that you can't just go off hearsay. Right. You've got to, you know, know for a fact. And that's where, you know, if you've got a 16-year-old that has witnessed dad, you know, doing a line of heroin, that's a different story than uh, someone who says, well, I think they may be doing this or I think they may be doing that. Can they be drug tested just like to... Yeah, I mean, in that case, if you truly believe there's a substance issue, you would file a motion for drug tests so that they can go in and actually do a drug test and see what's in their system, what's going on. Absolutely. Let's go to the phones. Jason has been waiting. He's got a question about child support. Jason, you're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates. Hi, good morning, y'all. Good morning. Uh, My question question is, uh, the the law that passed last year, November, um, I kind of only want an explanation for it. So, like, if I'm paying child support now, I heard there's a law that in November that you could put that money that you're paying for child support in a bank account for the kid and not pay it to, per se, DHS or the mother. Uh, I don't know where you heard that. Uh, that's, as far as I know, that's not a law. 
Okay. My boss was telling me that, like, uh, you know, my child support that I'm paying now towards DHS, I can put into account for the kid itself and not per se have to pay DHS or yeah, that the mother. Like, the mother's not going to get the card. It's uh, going to go towards the kids and uh, her. Uh, no, 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 no. That That's... I doubt that's a law. I think your boss may be completely misinformed. I'm going to research that, but I'll tell you, you know, having doing this every single day, that just doesn't even make sense simply because the idea behind child support is to help pay for raising the children, the cost of things from, you know, rent to to gas to keeping the lights on to clothing to food to whatever it may be. So, you know, this idea of sticking it in an account um, and they get it when they turn 18 or whatever it may be, that I, I, that sounds completely wrong, and I've I've not in all of my CLE training that I've done in the last year, I've not heard anything about such a law. So, because it completely def- defeats the purpose of child support. And here's the thing, too. I mean, if if you're paying DHS, there's two ways DHS is paid. A, it's an income assignment, which means they have no interest in the case, and they're just grabbing the money and giving it to the other side. Or B, they have an interest, and that's why they're taking your money, meaning their state money owed. So, you know. If, if it's being paid to DHS on, on the latter, meaning that there's an interest involved, there's state money that has to go to the state, so you can't just not pay DHS. I, I just I think right. your boss is wrong. I think that's more of sooner care that I was paying in. So Yeah, if you're paying for sooner uh, care, that means they've got an interest, which means you can't just stop paying DHS. Right, you're that's, reimbursing okay. them Right, you're point. basically, well, yeah, I mean, you're paying for your kid's health insurance because you don't have insurance on them yourself is how the system looks at it. But you can't just stop paying DHS and put in an account. I, I, again, I think you're, I'm going to research it, but I, I, I can tell you, I think your boss is wrong. And I don't mean that rudely. It's just, I think he's been misinformed. Right. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right, Jason. Thank you, man. Uh, Probably the the best sound advice would be don't ever just stop paying. Right. Because the court has ordered you to do that, and not doing that would put you in violation of a court order, which right. could be interpreted as contempt, which complicates things even more. Exactly. Because even if you say, well, I've got all this money in an account, well, you weren't paying it to mom. You weren't paying yeah. to the obligee, because, meaning the person who's owed the money, because that money is used to pay to help raise the children. Babies can't buy their own diapers. Right. Duh. <laughs> well, they should I mean, be able to. Well, as I say, home, home Alone taught us differently, right? You know, an eight or ten year old can go to the grocery store. But uh, point being, is it really the that whole thing he brought up? And I want everybody to understand. And I will research this, and I will have an answer for everybody on Monday. But I've not heard this law, I, and I follow laws pretty tightly on this. Um, this would completely defeat the idea of child support. It really would. Absolutely, would defeat the purpose. Yeah, you can't go around the state agency that's basically the clearinghouse to make sure you're doing what the court has ordered. Right. Uh, Trevor has a question for Jeff. Trevor, go ahead. You're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley and Associates. Okay. Thank you. Um, I have, uh, there's no custody agreement in place. Um, My child has sooner care. I am a 1099 contract worker basically, and was not able to afford my child support payment like two months in a row. And they suspended my license and I have not been able to find it job without a driver's license, let alone get back and forth to one, what can I, I mean, what What are my options really well, when we go to court? Well, well, first of all, they don't just suspend your license. They have to have a hearing, an arraignment and a hearing. And did you get notice of any of that? No, but it's suspended. I mean, I've spent a couple nights in jail for driving under suspension and I never went to any hearings or anything. I mean, there's not even been like adjudication or when, whatever. When were those months that you missed payments? Well, wait, 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 wait. Is there an official? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But is there an official okay. order for child support? 
Yes, from DHS. Okay. In what months, how many months ago, how long ago was it that you missed those two months in a row? It was, it, my license was suspended December 2018, um, so I missed December, uh, or like November, uh, December, and January, because I was in wintertime, contract work slows down, and I just didn't have the money. See, I, and and I have the kids half the time anyways. What, what county, I don't mean to interrupt, what, what's the county that this, that this orders out of, is it Tulsa? Creek County. Okay. <laughs> Try, let's try that. Let's try. Let's try that again, Trevor. Let's, uh, uh, assuming maybe someone's living that is listening that works in the court system. There, typically, it doesn't happen that quickly. I mean, if you if you miss a payment, I, I have yet to see DHS moving that fast on one miss payment. Sounds pretty fast. Yeah, I mean, even for Creek County, that that's that's fast. Um, give me a call yeah, later today. Go. I'd like to talk to you about your case and research a little more because that it just doesn't seem. Either something really yeah, strange a happened. Lot of stuff not right. They won't take my paperwork at Creek County DHS office at the front desk. The lady literally tells me that's not my job. Like, yeah, okay. you need, give me give me a call. I'll be in the office all week. Um, okay, I'll call you this afternoon. Yeah, give me a holler. I'd like to talk to you about it simply because I want everyone to understand. It typically, it doesn't happen that fast. I mean, the end result typically is is. Well, and here's the other thing, too, is if they suspended your license and they had a hearing and you didn't show up, there would have been a bench warrant for your arrest. Right. There's no bench warrant for that. Um, I keep count of my grandma and I keep record on a calendar every day that I have the child, and it is more than half the year. Yeah, but that, that's a separate issue. Well, too. and that's a separate issue simply because until you've got right. an order in place right. and she agrees yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, yeah. again, they can't... <laughs> They can send you a letter that says if you don't show up to this hearing, we, the suspension of your license is something that can happen. But and and first of all, they arraign you, and then they have a hearing, and within thirty days, and at that thirty days, if you don't show up, they'll suspend your license and issue a bench warrant. Yeah, never been to court for it or anything. Yeah, there's something funky going on. You need to give me a holler. We've got something strange. It A plus B does not equal G. So give me. Well, Give me a call. We can talk about it and figure out what's going on. Thank you, Trevor. Have a great okay. day and good luck. Thank you. All right. Weird. See you later. Stressful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's they can't just suspend licenses out of the blue without giving notice. And if he didn't show up, they wouldn't just suspend license only. They would have put a bench warrant up for his arrest to get the money. So there's something funky going on. Chance has a question about power of attorney. Chance, go ahead. You're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates. Thank you very much. Uh, I was kind of wondering... Uh, we were trying to obtain power of attorney over my wife's father. He is, you know, uh, has disabilities. And he, he will, but uh, my her aunt has a power of attorney right now. She has actually uh, been withholding information about her father from her. And uh, right now she is sick, undergoing cancer, and we kind of want to take over and do everything. You know, take a power of attorney over her father. Want to see what we can. What's the stuff going through that? Is he? Is the father cognizant? In other words, does he is he does he still have it mentally, or is he not mentally there? No, he has dyslexia, not dyslexia, but uh, dementia and Parkinson's. Okay, I mean, what really needs to happen is a guardianship. Honestly, is yeah. really what needs to happen. And, and if the person who is acting as power of attorney no longer has the ability to act as such, I'd move it on a guardianship for for the dad, and that way you can do whatever you need to do. And it's even better than a power of attorney, to be honest. So. Um, give me a call. We can do that. Give me a holler. We'll be happy to help you with the adult guardianship on that. Um, uh, also, it, they're they're out of state. He lives in he's in a nursing home in Branson, uh, Missouri, right now. So, where does the guardian uh, where where does the the aunt live? Missouri as well. 
Okay, so you're gonna have to go. You're gonna have to hire a Missouri attorney to do a guardianship sure. up there, um, because I don't have a. You know, most of us don't have licenses out of state. Some of us do, some don't. Gotcha. Um, but you need to wherever county you said Branson. So that is. I used to know that county off the top of my head. I'm gonna be impressed if you know this. I, I do, but I, I just went blank because my wife and I were talking about this. Um, call that county up there. I'm sure they have a bar association. If you can't track an attorney down. Um, but you need somebody to do a guardianship up Taney. there. Taney County. See, I knew, I knew it was a T. I had T-A in my head. I couldn't finish it. Um, call somebody, get in a guardianship. That's really what's going to solve your problem up there. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, man. Good luck. Technically, it's Taney and Stone, but... Thanks for that. I, I had T-A in my head. I wanted to say we're solving problems. <laughs> I wanted to say Taney. like, no, that's, that's the... No, that's How does right, a guardianship so. supersede a power of attorney? Well, once a guardianship is in place, it completely gives you... I mean, you're the legal person that represents that individual. A power of attorney is just saying, I'm giving you control over certain decisions for a certain amount of time is really what it amounts to. And I, you know, I, I question their power of attorney. We'd have to look at it. And every state's a little different on this. But I mean, for the most part, a guardianship comes in and says, I am now the legal guardian. I'm making all the legal decisions for this individual. Um, it, it's just a bigger, broader, more powerful control, I guess, if you will, for that individual who needs the help. There we go. Listen, if you have a question for Jeff, we got one text one real quick I wanted sure, to go hit because it's a very should be a very simple answer. What is the difference between sole custody and residential custody? Okay, so one you're talking about legal decision making. Okay. So when you talk about sole and joint, you're talking about legal decision making and that only goes to major legal decisions. What we call life-changing decisions, not haircuts and I say that because <laughs> everyone is doesn't understand haircuts. Uh, it doesn't understand hair. It doesn't mean haircuts, teeth cleanings, basic doctor visits, that kind of crap. What we're talking about is, is God forbid the child's gonna have a major surgery of some sort, or you're dealing with school issues or whatever it may be. So you're talking about legal decision making. Residential. What they're talking about is physical time. Okay. Typically, we don't try to 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 break it up into physical time, other than to say this is the amount of time for visitation for both sides. Um, but sometimes we will refer that, and this is where terminology gets kind of mixed in, I guess, if you will. Um, we'll say residential, it means where, first of all, residential typically means where the child lives, although not necessarily. So if you've got a 50-50 joint custody, that means legal decision-making, and you've got 50-50 time of the child. Child's half at your house, child's half at the other house. Um, but really what, that, what they're asking or, or just wanting to know about means, it means physical time. For residential, sole means legal decision-making. There you go. If you have questions like that for Jeff, you can call him in the office, 398-5692. If you mention the show, you're going to get a free consultation over the phone, and you can go into more detail, actually, because Absolutely. it's a private conversation between you and Jeff. So 918-398-5692 for Hensley & Associates. Anything from divorce, father's rights, paternity, guardianship, senior guardianship, they can help with all those things. Jeff, have a great week. Yeah, you too. Thanks. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show. Oh, yeah. Is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829-45. All right. We're going to try something a little different. We've never done this before. I'm not sure how it's going to go. Uh-oh. I know we're limited on time. Uh-oh. And I'm going to read a story, but I've only got one minute. 
Okay. So if you have a question about it, you better get it in quick because I'm not going back to it. Okay. All right. So I will read the headline. The timer will start. I'll read the headline. Okay. Okay. All right. And then I'll tell you about uh, the story. All right. Here we go. A man has blown up his house on his daughter's wedding day. So his neighbors say that apparently he was out front. The house caught on fire and then uh, the house blew up. They found suicide notes in the car. Neighbors can't believe it because he was supposed to be at the wedding that was happening that day. So he killed himself on his daughter's wedding day. Did he hate her husband? It it doesn't go into detail on that part. I just can't imagine wanting to destroy your daughter's day with your death, you asshole. Do you, do you continue with the wedding? Do you still get married to that person? Oh, no. Do you have yes. a ceremony? No. Yeah, well, oh, God, I no. mean, you would hate for someone I to get, blow themselves up again. I mean, if people flying in? I mean, well, people are flying out. I mean, yeah, <laughs> people came in for the wedding. And now they can go to a funeral. Yeah. Uh, like two birds with oh, one stone. Yeah. That's your support system, so they have to be there for you on that day. Not yeah. Anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah, how horrible is that? That guy's <laughs> such a dick. He couldn't wait 24 Was. hours. Yeah. Was. Was such yeah. a dick. And to blow up the house, you're not going to leave many right, things? So Damn the it. next one is... Is a man is accused of leaking? Oh wait, a man is accused of leaking ex-girlfriend's nudes to her friends and family. So this guy, he his girlfriend, he's 23, broke up with him. So he decided to send porn, like nude photos of her, to all of his her family and friends to try and get back, right? Mm-hmm. Some sort of revenge type of porn thing, including personal information that she sent out to complete uh, stranger. He sent out to complete strangers. He's charged with third degree felony count of extortion, along with misdemeanor counts of stalking, voyeurism, and unauthorized distribution of sensitive images. Uh, this happened in January. They said, told local police that he had just broken, uh, she had just broken up with him and was sending these photos around to try and like, I guess, get her back. Like that'll win her over. Cry baby bitch. You know what women love in terms to get back with you? What's that? Extortion. Extortion is definitely one. But if you definitely want to try and get a woman back Mm -hmm. and try to win her over, the thing that you absolutely have. All right. So. The other story that I have, and I didn't know this was a thing, is that security experts are warning about sextortion scams. This is something where they send you some sort of email saying they have video of you looking at porn mm-hmm. and that to get to, to if you don't give them money, they're going to um, release the video to the public and that you have visited a porn site at some point and they you turned your camera on and watched you watching porn. Yuck! And this apparently was a thing at the beginning of 2019 and it's kind of apparently slowed down, but is kicked back up. Uh, they keep pressuring victims in one scheme. Uh, they give the victim two days to make a payment in Bitcoin of about $1,000. They claim to be monitoring the victim, resorting to uh, ruses such as saying they are using Facebook Pixel. It's a code that collects other user interactions from websites for advertising purchases to monitor the victim's movements and what they're doing. And you are able to, extortionists are able to convince victims that they have the goods on them by flaunting a victim. We got to take a break. We'll come back and find out what everybody learned. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. We're going to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. Sam, what did you learn today? 
Nothing says sexy like having your dad by your lap dance. <laughs> and Corby didn't offer me his nuts because they were too small. Oh. Truth. Uh, Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I learned that Jeff isn't the only one with TNA on his mind. And that Sam gives swallowing lessons. Uh... I learned that nothing teaches somebody they did a bad job, like .002% tip. <laughs> and I also learned that uh, if you look up the size of a milk dud compared to certain pieces of anatomy, it's a weird correlation. <laughs> <laughs> it's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. <laughs> I'm Stephen Sam, and this is for mothers. This is Gimpy, thank you, and I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the free to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Total, total, total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle, Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.